Podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to Nana 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who believe real men wear pants. I'm Danny. I'm Jake. I'm our guest, Rosa. Rosa Escandone is here. She's our special guest this week, and we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jake, what do we watch this week? You, so, you know, you always try to get me with this, and this week you did. <laughs> the Justice League, colon, the rest of the title. Uh, the latest, front, the final frontier. The yeah, new frontier. The new frontier. Right. There's a frontier. Got, yeah, Between yeah. the three of us, we got um, it. Here's the thing. The last time you had me on, long-time listeners to the cast will remember that yeah. you brought me on for... Um, Batman versus Star Trek. Yes. Star Trek. And I feel like now you brought me back for the new frontier. And I, I feel like I'm being pigeonholed. Uh, <laughs> You're like our space guest. Yeah, like it's. it's You're hey, a space is expert. Is it the 60s and it's space time? Let's bring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she loves space. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are there any space episodes? Any more space movies? We'll have to see. Um, I hope there's more space movies. No, I actually hope... Uh, no, take it back. I don't want any more space movies. They're bad. Uh, I don't think there are. There was, before they made the 1989 Batman movie, there was some talk of making Batman in space. Um, bad. It didn't, didn't happen. Um, okay. They wanted... Michael Uslan wanted to do, like, a darker version of Batman, and she was like, you mean, like, in space? <laughs> um, that reminds me of... And I know this is, we're going into Marvel and we're going to the not Batman. Sure. But it's, well, um, we, we have to stay strictly on topic on I this know, podcast. I know, because especially I'm here, I bring it mm. off topic. But um, it kind of reminds me, like, when everyone's like, the thing that we were going to make but didn't make mm. uh, reminds me of James Cameron's uh, Spider-Man, uh, which is whenever anyone's like, we didn't make the thing that we thought we were going to make. I haven't um, heard about this. Oh, James Cameron um, was going to make a, a Spider-Man movie, but they Ooh. wouldn't pay him his fee until they saw a script. And uh-huh. so he decided to bang out the shittiest script you have ever... <laughs> like, they have it on the internet now. Um, I really want to read uh, this. Dan O'Brien uh, from Cracked does a lot of uh, stuff on... Uh-huh. Spider-Man, and he has like he took part of the script and like published it. It's a terrible script, um, in which the uh, it's a it's a college age Spider-Man. He gets his powers in college. Uh, it's uh, it's terrible. Everything about it doesn't make any sense. But my personal favorite is uh, Peter Parker is in Professor Octopus's part of oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Professor Octopus's class in college and Professor Octopus also calls himself Spider-Man through most of this film. It's, uh, oh girl, it is good. Batman's arch nemesis, the jester. (laughs) (laughs) It's a man who's never read a Spider-Man trying to, like, fresh off Titanic, trying to write a Spider-Man, and it is exactly as bad as you would think. So, (laughs) as bad as that is, right before we got on mic, you were defending Dr. Von Doom's name. Oh, okay. In the Um, movie. Professor Von Doctor Bond. Doctor Bond. Let's not act like it matters. I know all of the Fantastic Four fans that do not exist will be calling down your girl. All (laughs) seven of those (laughs) eighty-year-old men. Okay, Doctor Bond Doom is amazing because okay, Okay. every single Fantastic Four movie they had him be like Victor Von Damme. Like they keep trying to change it or like Mister Von. Like they keep trying to change it so it's not just Victor Von Doom. Yeah. Um. Like why? Like, you have, like, a guy named Professor, like, Doctor Strange, and he's a doc, a medical doctor, so is Victor Von Doom. Right. Yeah, I'd say. They're both actual doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why can't, 
is Doctor Strange weirder than Von Doom? I don't think it is. You know certainly. what always really bothered me about speaking like supervillain doctors? Mr. Freeze, doesn't it seem like he should be a doctor? Doctor Freeze? Well, um, I don't think he has a doctor. He was a doctor, in, at least Doc in Ock. some of the movies and stuff. Like he, he, His Stupid. whole thing in Batman and Robin is that he was a like successful doctor, like froze his wife. Yeah, maybe so, like, he just never... save her from some crazy Maybe he's just still working on his PhD or something. He never quite... He's an associate professor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> associate professor Freeze. Freeze. No, I... This is a long-standing tradition. I think it's in the only in the Marvel world that, like, mm. there's a lot of Doctor Supervillains. But in the DC world, there's not a lot of Doctor Supervillains. There's some. There's Doctor Phosphorus. There's, yeah, uh, Doctor... there's not as much or not as famous ones as yeah. in the Marvel... The Marvel Universe has tons of people who have doctorates and also... Who are evil? <laughs> the, the least weird to me, Doctor Von Doom, because Von Doom is a German surname. Is it really? Yeah. There are real people named Von Doom. Yeah. Well, the Germans Doom, would have that. Dom. Right? Oh, often pronounced, that. I think it's pronounced Dom actually in German. It's, it's Doctor Dumb. <laughs> and we're defending. Dom. Look, all right, Mister Stupid is a perfectly fine name. Okay. <laughs> How great would it be if Hitler's last name had been Von Doom? Um, I love every, uh, cool, Hitler? like, li no. <laughs> I love every, I love, I love classic, no. new age, <laughs> all um, incarnations. Uh, no, I love any, uh, fact about Hitler, because if you actually look past any of the, like, normal facts about Hitler, If you look past right. the no. genocide, he's actually a pretty no, no, cool no. guy. Did we should know? mention she's Jewish, this is going I'm anywhere. Jewish. I'm Jewish, I'm Jewish, I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, before we get into it, is, um, did you know that Hitler was on heroin for the majority of World War II? Wait, like, heroin or speed? Hit both. Uh, oh, he, he gave all of his soldiers speed, yeah, but yeah. him himself was on a ton of heroin, which makes me just... It was like morphine or something, right? It was like medical some shit, right? Like, uh, like opium or morphine like, or something. It was like, like pretty opiate It was like, yeah. uh, it was pretty much like an opioid, like, mm -hmm. uh, close to what we would give someone who just went through surgery today. He was um, under a lot of stress. He, okay. Personally, <laughs> I just think it's cra like crazy to me, and I think about it often that he was like that unchill on opioids. Like well, related to that, there's a, a theory that uh, you know Hitler was like a vegetarian, uh, but he wasn't like an ethical. It was like a uh, dietary thing because he had like a serious. This is like a, this is not me. This is a very well documented fact. Hitler. Hitler <laughs> had serious problems with gas, and. Uh, part of the reason he was doing all this speed is because he had all this gas, and the, there was one thing doctors were just giving speed at for every problem. Right. And so the speed he got like the forties were great. Yeah, <laughs> he got like addicted to the speed. He started making all these erratic decisions and like really poor military decisions, and uh, that was a big part of why we ended up winning World War Two is because he was making these crazy choices. So we basically won World War Two because Hitler couldn't stop farting. That's that's the most American thing I've ever heard. Marx defeated the Nazis. Yeah. We're taking it away from Russia. We're like, no, fuck those ten hundred million dead Russians. It was farts <laughs> that saved us all. Doctor Ross Fart. <laughs> all right, so. Oh wow, we've gone off track already. Yeah. How early is it? I can. I plan to continue. <laughs> So, uh, Justice League, The New Frontier, this is a 2008 
direct-to-video animated film uh, based on the, the comic book of the same name, Justice League The New Frontier. It's set kind of in the silver age of, of comics, late golden age into the silver. Well, it's, it's set 50s, very 60s. easily in um, the beginning of the 60s. Yeah. Because we Korea just ended. Right, and it ends with like John um, F. Kennedy's election. Yeah, well, yeah, the New Frontier speech, which, oh girl, um, this comic book takes itself far too seriously, uh, yeah. where it's like, JFK really, is talking to there's you There's some talking about, gorillas in this. I don't know how seriously. Second episode in two weeks with talking gorillas. If, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to be like, I'm going to revive one of our uh, like most iconic American presidents mm -hmm. to give a speech, one of his most iconic speeches, to end a thing where uh, Wonder Woman crashes in an invisible plane, um, I'm going to make this just like so heavy about the end of the Soviet. I was like, no, absolutely not. Um, this should be our silliest president's silliest speech. Who's our silliest president? <laughs> I'm going to say um, probably James A. Garfield. <laughs> I mean, he did hate Mondays. <laughs> he loved Mondays. <laughs> was... No, I think he's probably our silliest one because he only served for like 20 months and then got shot. That's probably <laughs> That's wacky. That's, that's, so, that's so wacky. He's, he's wacky. Like he that. just got shot, and then he was, he, he, the reaction once he got shot, he's he like, was Whoa! Shot. He was shot while in a bounce house, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. And that bounce house, like, they put a hole in it, and the bounce house flew off into the distance like Team Rocket. And so that was, to be fair, and he goes, ridiculous. No! <laughs> I Wonder silly. Woman in that play did, I, it always drives me nuts that Golden Age Wonder Woman can't fly on her own. She just has an invisible plane. Um, but the plane doesn't make her invisible. Well, it's... So, it, so <laughs> she's just sitting down flying through the air. Doing great improv work. <laughs> the thing that's dumb to me about the dumbest thing about the invisible plane is that Wonder Woman um, lives in an era that's like outside. You know, she's on this island. She's mm -hmm. not... She goes back in some versions as, like, long as time, some that she is born from the Greek gods. There's mm -hmm. a bunch of different versions of Wonder Woman and, like, how the Amazons have risen in this, like, place outside of time and space. Right. But they still have planes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, what? <laughs> like, we have a, and then sometimes before the U.S. had planes, mm -hmm. they were like, oh, the Amazons invented planes, but they're also invisible. Wait, what? <laughs> so... What? And I, I'm not going to pull apart the plane thing, but I will, when we get to that part of what happens with her plane in this sure. movie, I'm going to rip it apart. Uh, so, so th this is... Jump ahead of planes. The, the tone of this is kind of weird, because it's really goofy and campy at some times, but the, 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 starting, well, right from the beginning, there's some really dark moments. It starts off with, um, there's this kind of animator who's drawing this, like, children's book, and then he... Uh, he shoots himself. Oh yeah, there's like a story about this this creature in the center of the earth. Like, is this? I've been here since you know before time, and watched the dinosaurs rise. And then the most violent creature rose. Like, that whole thing. He's like I, painting it. It's like stylish. Yeah, so I was watching this, and you have to remember. Okay, little little backstory on Rosa today. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to drag brunch mm -hmm. this morning. I don't know if you guys know too much about drag brunch. Oh, I've been to drag brunch. Oh, you've been to drag brunch. You know about drag brunch. So I went to the best drag branch in the city, which is uh, Gina and Gilda, uh, Gina Tonic and Gilda Rabbit. They throw an amazing drag branch at uh, L&W Oyster Company. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing a plug for them for some reason. <laughs> and uh, they're great. And it's a two-hour unlimited mimosas, Bloody Marys, and something they call a Bloody Maria for $14. Oh, um, shit. And it is 
everyone's least favorite day because my gay friends are like, Rosa, we're doing drag brunch. And I'm like, I have to be on a podcast at 8 and I haven't watched the thing yet. And uh, they're like, no, 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 you'll be there by 8. It's 12.30, Rosa. We're getting brunch at 12.30. I drank until 4 p.m. on that two-hour <laughs> unlimited. I'm putting two-hour in quotes because uh, that's not correct. Went down to the village. I'm hanging out with my friends. I go, oh, shit, I got to watch this. I crawled into my friend's lofted bed in the village and I was like time to watch this. I'm drunk as shit. I'm like in a bed. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, and I stand behind, what the fuck is this? Because it, <laughs> it started and like, I was, it. I love things when I'm drunk. I'm a nice drunk. I'm not a, I'm not a mean drunk. I'm an Irishman. I'm mm. like, whatever. Uh, like I, like I love things when I'm drunk and I was like drunk and I was watching this and I was like, no, <laughs> just no, no. Burn it down. Burn, nope. Uh, I, I've watched this twice now. I was supposed to do this a few weeks ago with a, a comedian friend who had to drop out at the last second. Oh, is that why you wanted me? Yeah, that's why. Rude. <laughs> I'm going to say rude. I'm rude. Okay. Uh, but, but he... Uh, so I've watched this twice. I have no clue what the center is. I have no idea it's a what this... It's doomsday apocalyptic cult uh, around an ancient being on an island. It's a beam, but what is it? What does that mean? Was it? No, is it the I, dinosaur ancient, thing? Is it? The, it, it yeah, it, it makes like dinosaurs. <laughs> it was like the first thing alive. Um, and Earth, you get it through like, like through a graphic novelist, like tells you the backstory. But why does that graphic novelist know? Yeah, anything it, about this? Because it was being controlled by him. It why? Was the, to what the end? Center mind controls people. But, what, but that why happens this throughout the whole movie? Yeah, what no, I get want? that. But why did the center want to take over a graphic novelist so he writes down? what the center, like, he's like, oh, we need some exposition before I take over the world. Let's make sure one person knows it. That doesn't make, that's, what? what yeah, that's fair, I guess. What does center but, even want? Does he want to destroy, to destroy humanity? humanity? Yeah. yeah. The he, thing, he's like, he the most violent beings of all, of all, like, they have the sword and they have the yeah. gun and they got the bomb. And yeah, pretty They much. must be stopped or they'll destroy the so, world. So, two things about the center, because the center wants to take down humans because they are violent. A, I hate when a violent thing is like, hey, we gotta stop humanity because they're too violent, so I'm gonna murder them all. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how you do it. If you really have mind control, why can't you just control their minds and make them not violent? Um, I don't understand why every violent thing has to murder everyone because I'm like, oh, we're against violence. Let's murder people. I'm like, no, 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 be like the Borg taking them back to Star Trek. Yeah. Just don't be like the United it. States. Yeah, don't be the United <laughs> States. Just incorporate things. Be more like a... There's been no um, thing on the planet that hasn't tried to murder people to get control. But just, like, incorporate them. Like, make it an actual cult. Incorporate them. And then don't murder people. I don't... Like, if you're against murder, why murder more people? And one. Two. So they, they're like, and then they got the atomic bomb. And that's when I gotta fucking do it. And it's like, okay. We're at the end of Korea. It's hmm. been, like... 15 years since we've gotten atomic bomb technology, and they didn't use it in Korea. So, like, it's fine. I mean, it's fine for you to be against the atomic bomb. I'm against the atomic bomb. We should not have done that to Japan. I get it. The center can get that, but why did they wait so that long? That is a weird... I yeah, like, thought of that, but why, yeah. Why did they wait? And also, they wait till a war that we didn't use atomic weapons in. Until after a war we didn't use atomic... This is said after Korea. Yeah, it's said such, after it's in, Korea. So we... It starts off like the very end of Korea. Yeah, the very so the, and then it's like flashes two years yeah. later. But like it, so it waited. It we used the bomb. It let us use the bomb, and then it waited until after we used the bomb, like ten years, and then it saw us get into another war. 
and then I was like, that's fine. Um, you know, maybe, sometimes you've been sitting around a while, it takes time to get just, going. What? <laughs> the center's just like, all right, let me just watch like a couple episodes of this on this Netflix show. So, yeah, I watched, it had to finish Stranger Things season two. I get that. <laughs> um, I don't, it, surprise it. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. If you're going to be a thing that like, because a lot of comic books I feel like come from, it's nuclear apocalypse, it triggered this ancient thing. Yeah. I get that. Nuclear apocalypse triggers ancient whatevers. I'm I not, think beyond comic books, I, I think a lot of things in general, that's the whole yeah, premise like of a, Godzilla, that's every premise. 50s science fi, sci-fi okay. movie. Yeah, but it's, why did they wait? 2018 is going to be about that. <laughs> <laughs> Storm, that. I think it's about that. <laughs> Uh, I, do, I do like, I was not a fan of this movie in general, but I do like, they, I thought they kind of had a fun, uh, the setting of it, the, the tone of like the late 50s, early 60s was, I, I thought they captured that and kind of the, the scenery and the setting was, was interesting. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I think they could have done the same thing in like 1945 and it also would have been a, a different, interesting yeah. setting. I think the, um, the original... I'm sorry, I'm chewing on something that's going to be terrible. Good. Very podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can follow so, up the I'm chewing sorry, I'm chewing back. on something, which I'll say for I'm just that Um, No, but like, I think the original, to be fair, I think the original comic book also starts at the beginning of the 60s. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it was like canon that they had to do it, but it doesn't make I thought it was like, I thought it was that it needed like game power. You know what I mean? Like there was a cultist sacrificing thing. I thought it was kind of like building up to the point since something, since the atomic bomb. That's very fair. I didn't get that from the the telling. That's fair. Yeah. I kind of go back and reread the comic book because I remember the comic book being really good. And I, I don't know if I would still... Think of it. Let's actually talk about what, what happens here. So we've gotten yeah. through the, the the credits so far yeah. of this movie. It's a cartoonist talking about the center. It's been here since the beginning of time and what witnessed man becoming more and more violent. And then the cartoonist kills himself. Uh, at the end of the Korean War, U- U.S. Air Force pilot Hal Jordan and his wingman Kyle Ace Morgan are attacked by enemy pilots but survive. And Hal Jordan refuses to shoot his guns in his airplane as a pilot that's not a thing you can do as if you're a pilot you can't just that's not a stance you're allowed to take you can't be a pacifist and also a conscientious observer in the air yes (laughs) yeah um if you're gonna be a pacifist don't get in the aircraft and start flying around was there a draft for korea i think i don't remember no i don't think so i don't know that's something to look into Right. Um, I, I think it was weird because they implied he'd done it before. His co-pilot was like, fire some bullets this time. Yeah. Because if they don't use that line, then this scene makes perfect sense. Because there's been a ceasefire. There's the a, war is over. So if line... he decided not to shoot now, it would be like, oh yeah, because the war is over and he doesn't want to unnecessarily take a life. But they it's... implied that he'd been doing it for the whole war. Yeah. There's a line later where he says, I didn't fire a single bullet the whole war. Exactly. It's like, why so... do that part? At the time, planes were really expensive, and it's still hard to become... It's not Planes are still... I can't afford one. (laughs) There was a draft in Korea, by the way. What? There was a draft in Korea. There was a draft. Okay, Okay, because maybe it could be like, he was drafted, he didn't... He was a conscientious observer, but he was drafted, so he had to do it. Add that detail, and then we're... But, here... But But at the same time, 
being a conscientious observer is going to send you to, like, a medical bay on the front line. Right. It's not going to send you into the sky. Yeah. Like, that's, they're not going to put you in a plane. Planes are far too expensive for that. So, like, right. That's... Being a pilot, there's so many things that can disqualify you from being a pilot. They only let, like, a very select number of people who really want to do it. I have a friend who is right now in the Air Force. She mm -hmm. is a naval pilot. She's really, really cool. Um, but, like, it takes years of training. And, like, very, like, it, like it's not like, hey, you've got to be in the military now. You're a naval pilot. That does not happen. Like, no. it takes a lot of what, stuff. What if I've prestiged a few times in Call of Duty? <laughs> um, yeah. And like multiple versions of Call of Duty, like including okay. World War Two, a couple of those. There's modern also warfare pilot is a really prestigious position that like a lot of people want. So if you're not willing to a do the job, also, what is, what is he doing? Um, little question: What's yeah. he doing in the skies then? If he if won't, he's refusing to shoot. If he's refusing, that's what I'm saying. What's he doing they, in the skies? They, he just he's just flying this around. This is something we should be talking to his commander about. <laughs> it's not his choice. They told he's, him to go. They're like, he, they were like, he was like, I'm not going to do it. And they were like, whatever, so go, Hal. Is he Jesus. just? It's just is he just Quit flying? It. Has he never yeah. been marshaled? And he's just flying around. He's just flying around. He's not doing anything. Just they flying. know how much he likes it. Um, <laughs> this is he like loves if, to fly. if you were like a waiter who's like, no, I don't bring people food. I don't do that. Just get out on the floor and talk. <laughs> but here's the thing. Just, just save stuff to fuck. Okay, maybe, right. maybe though, like, if they really wanted to keep you in that restaurant, the waiter who doesn't bring food, maybe they really want to keep you in the restaurant because they love you. Here, yeah. it's a family, whatever. You're drafted into this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, right. But you might be like, okay, if you're not going to bring people food, maybe you're a maitre d' then. Yeah. Like, they're going to just, like, They'll move find you. find a different job. Where you're you're a busboy now. Yeah, you, don't you don't have, have to bring anyone food. food. Yeah. No one's going to keep you as a waiter that <laughs> doesn't bring food for more than, like, a day at well, most. Well, I think the first time you say, I refuse to bring people food. You're probably fired. Yeah. But that's it, Kay. But let's say you're conscripted to be in this restaurant. Like, you're, okay, you're a cook now. You yeah. do something else. Right. Like, <laughs> we're not going to keep you here. Yeah. Certainly. I, it's fine. It doesn't. Okay, but, so, so he, he gets shot okay. down because he refuses to shoot anyone. He gets shot down because he's a bad pilot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put that out there. And uh, it's the, the very end of the war. They're talking that the, the war has like literally just got to the six like hours just ago. Just ended, yeah. Yeah, just ended. Uh, so he gets shot down. Since last day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he <laughs> we should mention the plane was alive. <laughs> it was, oh, uh, he had a face and he was so sweet. And he wanted to shoot bullets. No, oh, please, Hal, won't you let me kill a commie? Was, Please, the, was the plane invisible for the record? Because <laughs> I've got to have some stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> that plane was three days from retirement. Uh, so he gets shot down and he lands in like this trench and this Korean guy is there and the Korean guy attacks him with a knife. He's like, no, no, the war's over, the war's over. The Korean guy uh, tries to stab he him. He didn't get it. He didn't, yeah. Because he, he doesn't speak, speak English. English. Right. I'm gonna say, I understand perfectly why he didn't stop. <laughs> and also, if he did speak English, he'd be like, bullshit. No, stop. Yeah. There's no, there's why no way I, it just ended. I didn't hear about it. There's, why would I trust you? Why would I trust you? Trust you you, you uh, just landed and kicked me in the face right <laughs> off the bat. Immediately I'm kicked me really, in the head. Would that be a piece of pilot kept getting shot down and every time? I was like, no, the war's over. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but... Uh, so he ends up shooting this this Korean guy. Yeah. Two cool. bullets to the head within the first five minutes of this yeah. movie. Um, Very, and like, show. Oh, you see the, yeah, the I... blood spray in both of them. First time Howard Jordan has shot anyone in the entire Korean War is after the war is over. Uh, yes. And here's the thing. After being... Let's say... I'm not going to say you can be a pilot who just never shoots someone during... That doesn't... That's not a real thing. No. But let's say you are a pilot who's never shot anyone. You're a pat... You're a conscientious pacifist in the fucking sky. Whatever. Can I swear on this? I'm gonna. Anyway, like, it's you're fine. doing it. The minute you crash...
Ash Lamb is not the time where you're like, well, now I'm a murderer. Like, that's what? <laughs> well, I disagree. If someone's got a knife this, yeah, trying this to stab you, I think okay, can... But he's in the sky. People are trying to kill him in the sky, and now he's oh, on the ground. He's not just runaway guy. <laughs> like, in the sky, you can't just be like, I'm gonna run away. But on the ground? Well, he was, like, on his back, and a guy had a knife, like, trying to stab him. <laughs> I don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> he murdered that guy. He, he should have just him. died. Yeah. Like, he should have pulled the Honestly, knife towards him. And we're we're not there yet, but later on, I would have wished he just died because yeah. he is uh, fucking. In Gotham, <laughs> John Jones, the Martian Manhunter, the last survivor of the Green Martian race, is teleported. He's to He's actually Earth. John John. John Jones. John John. Isn't it pronounced John Jones? I think it's. And they pronounce it as John Jones, but when he's like, he's like, I'm John John. <laughs> and it's, I'm like, it's spelled J apostrophe O-N-N, J apostrophe O-N-Z-Z. Um, I like that it's just Johnny Jones. <laughs> That's not a good uh, He's teleported to Earth, and he... The, 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 For no reason. Yeah, the, the scientist who... Uh, was a, a scientist was like, hey, what's up? And he was just teleported immediately. Yeah, he's teleported by mistake, and yeah. the, the guy had a heart attack. He was so... Shocked by yeah. this. It doesn't really and matter. He's, he's yeah, it's very... like if a hey you up text just teleported yeah. <laughs> your movie call into your home. It's like... the, the guy's like having a heart attack and like dying. He's like, I'm sorry I did this. I'm sorry I had a heart attack and you must be very scared. It was just I mean, like you you're having a heart attack. It's okay to Die, yeah. honestly. <laughs> you I, don't have to but also, like, okay, so I'm a guy who's like sending signals to space, and I'm like, oh, I got a signal back. Mm. Um, I'm oh, I got a signal. Ooh, I'm I found an alien, and then the alien comes, and I'm like, I'm dying. Like, what? I just th- I think he did it on accident too. You know what I mean? He's like, not he even it a out scientist. And then he was like, oh fuck, God, yeah. like God damn. It was like it's like if you put a burrito in the microwave and then a dog came out. You know, I love dogs. I want to see a dog, <laughs> but I would be shocked. I would be confused. <laughs> For a minute, at least, I would be like, "But I'm all I wanted. The, I just wanted a burrito." But would you die? Oh, fuck, maybe. How old am I? It's not a question. There's a lot of parameters. How is my heart? Probably not good. I'm drinking Genesee right now. This you is, are. He is drinking the Genesee, for the record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Lost, uh, then uh, John Jones, the, the Martian Manhunter, disguises himself. He's the ability to change his appearance however he wants, so he blends in with. Humanity just kind of goes out into the world. And just becomes a detective. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He just, like, there's that scene of him just, like, sitting down at, I don't, I don't know where he got this apartment. Mm-hmm. I, I assume it was the det- the scientists, I, I presume. Probably. doesn't, I don't care. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah. I just assumed he went back yeah. to the guy's apartment, but whatever. Um, and he just sits down and watches TV, and there's, like, a like a Bugs Bunny cartoon on, and he transforms into Bugs Bunny, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's, like, a Western, and he transforms into that, and, then, and like, a... He transformed into like an Indian, uh, Native yeah. American, and uh, the, the, you know, transformed Red into skin, like, skin, I believe, like, right, exactly. This There's is, someone who is credited. If you go to the IMDb, uh, he is credited as Bugs Bunny in this movie, and nothing has made me happier. There's yeah, one guy who's like that. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh, great! This is fabulous. I'm I'm back into it. Now. <laughs> yeah, and then, like he just watches TV all night. He becomes the the like uh, private eye, like yeah. you know, fifties like man. So he's kind of yeah, me, me. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's what he's decided. After all the things he could have been. Yeah, well, it would have been could've... harder to get a job with Bugs Bunny. No, but here's the thing. Because <laughs> I think, I think it would be children's entertainer with best on yeah. earth. But as like a 
like, okay, so I'm not saying I'm an alien who came down and started flipping through channels, but okay. it's always, like, very, whenever that's, like, a, a, a thing that happens, and I, I think my most recent and most loving one is uh, Stranger Things Season 2, when Eleven just, like, learns to talk through the TV. Uh-huh. Um, but it's all, like, romance. It's, like, <laughs> 1940s romance. Like, they always put on something that's, like, appropriate to be, like, this is what, like, ooh, look, this is what's on TV. But if you've ever watched TV during the daytime, because they always come during the daytime to, like, watch some TV. They should be 100%, like, QVC reruns. <laughs> like, no one's, like, flipping through the TV and they're just like, oh, uh, like, 10 years old Will and Grace uh, reruns or and then just, the Home Shopping Network just, and then football because that's all that's on. He just learns to talk through, like, Maury. Yeah, he's, he's like, like yelling that at that's not, not my baby. Your baby! <laughs> yeah, like, they always, like, find something so thematic and even, like, He's going through and he's like, 40s detective. Yeah. Though it's the 1960s. Right. It's not, like, it's not a, it's like 20 years old. So that's right. like if someone today learned English only through Saved by the Bell. And came out <laughs> and being like, Which if Zach you Morris watch TV like, late at night, it's like, you flip on Nick at night. That's what you would get. You would get the, t- like, 10, 15 years ago, like, weird old shit no one really watches anymore. I also, I'm just saying, I, there would be a very close, like, it's surprising he didn't end up as, like, Mayor Tyler Moore. Uh, yeah. He comes to a detective because this story needs a detective. But yeah. I was hoping I would just become something of, useless. I don't think this is even a plot hole. I think it's ridiculous, but I think it's the reality of the time period that he just becomes a detective because it's 1960 and there's no internet and you just are he just whatever like you say it. you are. Yeah. He yeah. just shows up and I'm like, I find people. They're yeah. like, sure you do. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my resume. You have no way of checking if this is true or not. I I love anything that happens before the internet because there is like, because now if you came into my office and you were like, you see, I'm a PI, I'd be like, I'm going to look up your license. But like back in the day, you really like, I'm from Wisconsin. And they were like, there's no way to verify that. (laughs) It's impossible to get word from Wisconsin. We we need a a background (laughs) check. It'll take two and a half months and it'll be $11,000. So, just, I guess... You said, you see, so you're on. You're on this. Here's yeah, your you, um. uh, So, in Las Vegas, Iris West is on the telephone with fiancé Barry Allen, also known as The Flash, at a casino when Captain Cold arrives to commit robbery. Captain Cold, another uh, person who could oh, have been a doctor. Did we, uh, did we skip the, the Wonder Woman scene there? No, I think the Wonder Woman comes after, actually, if I'm going to be I think it's later. It. Yeah. The In the... The like village when Superman flies in. Uh, we uh, might have gonna... skipped that. I don't know. I don't you want to talk so. about that? I thought that was a cool scene. How do you? I, you I think the... it's after. I think it's after the fucking. Uh, we're all gonna go down to. I wrote it to down. Vegas. In, I wrote it down as I went through. Oh, okay. And then the Vegas is after. Okay. Right. So let's start let's with the thing. Then I thought that back. was a cool fucking like Superman just shows up to this like the Korean village I presume that oh I actually no I actually really like the scene because yeah. Superman shows up to a Korean village and Wonder Woman has taken all the women of this village who were about to be sexually assaulted and it makes them were. murder all the yeah, men I don't think it's a bad oh, thing I, I don't think they know. were well, it was, it was yeah, implied it's she implied. said and, and the men used them oh okay yeah, I don't think implied right. is a strong enough um, word I think it's, it's pretty much I think yeah I, oh yeah no I have to say that's the only badass scene Wonder Woman's a part of in this movie. It was movie. an awesome and then, scene, yeah. And then she becomes the worst person throughout the rest of it. Because, right. like, but yeah, she's she comes like, in for one cool-ass scene. Superman comes into this, he, like, opens this hut door, and it's, like, Wonder Woman on a table with a big-ass mug, and all of the Korean women are, like, they have AKs, and they're, like, yeah. what are they partying? And they see Superman, they turn all the guns on him. 
And they're like, all right, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. It's I, know this guy. Superman, yeah. I know this guy, yeah. And Superman is really, I don't normally like Superman. I think he's really good. The voice actor did a great job. And they're all pointing the guns at him. He just says, like, tell them it's not going to matter. He's like, yeah. it's useless. He's like yeah. Diana, don't have them waste their bullets. Yeah, and then, yeah, like, right. all of them put him down. Yeah, really right. slow. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, no, I think it's, that actually, yeah. I, I do love that scene. And it's one of the scenes that doesn't really have any consequences throughout the movie. That's um, true. I thought it was just kind of, they need to, like, set up all the characters, you know? Yeah. And, like, What's she's Diana like, been uh, up to? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, well, I came and I, they're like, did all these women do this? There's this huge, like, bodies burning outside this hut. He's like, yeah. oh, did all these women do this? And she's like, well, all right, here's what happened. Here's what, there were here's rebels what and they came and killed all the men and boys in the village. And then they imprisoned and... Like, the women, so, yeah, yeah, they... And then she set the women free, tied up the men, and put the guns between the women and the men, and then she's like, and, well, they, the they women slaughtered all of them, and it's awesome. They all done, done got got. Yeah, and then there's an argument where Superman's like, well, you can't just kill people, and she's like, but they deserved it, and, like, that's and kind also, of the moral, like, here's well, the which thing. ones... No, you can kill people. Superman, you kill people later in the... Like, Superman kills people later in this fucking movie, and it never comes back where, like, Diana's not like, but I told you so. I don't think it's necessarily that he's morally opposed to killing people. There's kind of a... There's a, a plot... Thread that's never really fully they don't developed. Totally they pull don't that one get off. it. That yeah. Where there's um, superheroes have kind of become Batman's been like exiled or something. And so yeah. uh, Wonder Woman and Superman signed like a loyalty pledge to the United States, <laughs> and that's why they're allowed to do what they do. Yeah, right. but like here's the thing: and like she's in Korea. <laughs> well, that's her like, argument, and he's very pragmatic. He's like, we got to be really careful, or else right. we're going to be outlawed, and we won't be allowed to save anyone. And she's like, fuck it, we got to do what we got to do. It, this happens often in in the Marvel or in the Marvel and DC universes, where it's like all the superheroes are illegal now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're the government, and no more superheroes. But here's the thing: um, it works kind of better in Marvel because all of their superheroes are really dumb. Because it's just like this is the guy in a suit or <laughs> <laughs> like whatever. Um, in DC. Uh, there's a literal god from outer space. Uh, like, Superman's powers are so unchecked that, like, yeah. if the U.S. government was like, there's no more Superman, and Superman would just be like, no. <laughs> it, it, like, they, you quit. Like, they're cool. Like, they, they get to stay cool because Superman's a big pussy, and usually yeah. it's just, like, the American way. And I'm like, Superman, why do you care so much about America? You're from space. You're a space guy. <laughs> why are you doing this, Superman? He was raised uh, in Kansas. Yeah. They yeah. care about football there, okay? Yeah, no, <laughs> they if Superman ever actually Kansas. played football, he would murder every single person that, that on the field. That was a plot I remember in Smallville. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, there was a bit where he, like, super, like, accidentally goes super fast and, like, destroys a dude's collarbone and he quits football. Um, <laughs> Did that's you guys fair. ever read uh, Watchmen? Yeah. There's, um... What? We want this podcast. Okay. I, we're just friends. I don't, uh, I don't know why. I live near I'm, here. As <laughs> Basically, he's <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big old dork. Yeah. So, yes, of there's, course. There's I'm a lot of Watchmen, Watchmen references. In this. I, I feel like this scene in particular is very reminiscent of the scene of the Vietnam War yeah. with the comedian. And... Except the comedian would have raped all those women. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> like, we, when we're talking about, like, yeah, like, I love Wonder Woman because she's like, I made all these women murder a village. She didn't make them. That's the thing. No, she but let them. She, she like, let them. She set up a situation. Like, and like, her perspective is not totally dissimilar from the, the comedians. As, as just kind of the nihilistic, whatever happens, happens. I think, yeah, I just, I love Wonder Woman, and I love this scene, that, and I didn't like the rest of the movie, but I actually really love the scene, because I think when Wonder Woman is being herself, 
She's also like the only female member of the Justice League, mm-hmm. and she's kind of like in a way that I'm I'm gonna push against the comedian because the comedian's a piece of shit. Yeah, um, we don't intentionally. Yeah, so intentionally to be in intention. But like honestly, I feel like if the co- comedian had one up there, it's like it's nihilistic. All these women don't mean shit, and probably yeah, would have no, like raped a couple cage women. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it now: uh, the comedian would have raped the shit out of those cage women. I, I, uh, he is very textually explicitly a rapist. Yeah, no, he's in no uncertain terms. This character is like. Well, I raped the self specter and she's an actual superhero. These are just cage women. These are like cage I because <laughs> the only time you see them is in a cage and then out of a cage with a bunch of guns. And it's like Wonder Woman loves They also had the gun, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, two things about the people of the cage. You could have also called them beer maidens. <laughs> That's fun. That's way more fun. It's really isn't dark. It? Anyway, I don't know, it doesn't matter. I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> so but here's the thing when Wonder Woman's being the best Wonder Woman is when she is just like I'm here for the ladies and I and I'm in every single like iteration of Wonder Woman there's a big thing because she, as the only female member of uh, of her team as for every superhero team there's only legally allowed to be one female member <laughs> sometimes um, all girls there they're actually no, moving to make it zero right now in Congress. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, 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 yeah, there's, but there's, legally there's one at all times. <laughs> and, um, no, and here's the thing, like, I think often they water her down to be like, oh, she's, but she's, she's like a cool girl. The, yeah, right. and I love when she's not a cool girl. Like, I, I just love her. Scene. I really like That's when I love Wonder Woman the most, because she's like, I'm here also, like, I grew up in an island of all women yeah. Uh, canonically. And uh, also, men are pure evil. And, like, when she's really living that, I'm like, yes, Diana. And then the minute Superman comes, she's always like, and I have to defend men. And I'm like, no, Diana, don't do it. I think Superman <laughs> is the worst thing that ever happened to Diana. I think they're in a toxic relationship. And uh, you know what, Diana? Kill all men. <laughs> you know what, Diana? I like Wonder Woman when she's what people, like all right people think feminists are. That's the version. <laughs> <laughs> As a feminist, I'm telling you, kill everyone. Well, do you know the original? I don't know how much you know, guys care about Wonder Woman or know about Wonder I know Woman. I fair amount. Um, her original weakness, and I yes. absolutely yes. love just Wonder Woman. Tied up, right? Yeah, just yeah. being tied up. Yeah. No, but only when a man ties her up. Right. Uh, it was a weird, like, horny, yeah, like, BDSM. Yeah. yeah. The, dude her, oh, the dude who invented her. Oh, good. Yeah, the dude who invented her super yeah. into BDSM. Yeah. And it was just when her hands were tied by bondage materials by a man, yeah. she couldn't do anything. And I. That guy also invented the polygraph test. Yeah, it's, that guy's into some weird shit. Refuse yeah. to answer the question, are you horny? For <laughs> are you horny for cartoons? Or bondage cartoons? He wouldn't get on uh, it himself. Yeah, and wow. he's uh, in like um, a polyamorous relationship for many years. Yeah, he has, he has some stuff going on. Interesting character. Uh, interesting character. I, But I, I, I wish they... So a lot of people are very glad that they got rid of uh, Wonder Woman can be tied up by a man and she's mm-hmm. no longer woman, Wonder Woman. But personally, that was my favorite weakness of it because it's a really... I, and it, maybe I gotta give someone my feminist card. I'll give it to you. Give it back to me. You can't be a male feminist. Um, and, um, you just gotta be a feminist outside of gender. Um, but, like, I love that her only weakness was, like, when a, when a man's being sexually gross is when, <laughs> when she's like, I don't have powers. I'm like, oh, that's real, lady. When a um, woman just gets catcalled her powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, one, one dude's like, Ooh, girl, you would look good on your knees. And then, like, she's, she's just like, I'm not Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of this scene because she's like, 
I think she's the kind of Wonder Woman that I want to be, which is just a mean feminist who doesn't give a shit. I do like she doesn't dismiss Superman at the end of it too. She's like, well, then get the fuck out of here. She's like, yeah. if you don't like it, then leave. It's like, like you go back to America. This is uh, Korea, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> do what I want. Um, That's, great. I love. Yeah. I, I love like that, that one. one. Because also, and I don't want to be too much of a feminist because I am in the room with two white males and I have to get home tonight. But um, <laughs> as a, what, the thing that gets me is like, also, not only is she like, this is a really good feminist scene, the rest of the movie, not feminist at all. This is the only feminist scene we see in the movie. I don't know that it's I don't think anti-feminist, it's anti, but, there's, but it's not, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Um, I will say this. There's not two women who speak to each other. Um, yeah, there's nothing about very this. Few, very few women. Wonder Woman and Lois Flash's Lane. boyfriend, Lois Lane, or Flash's girlfriend and Lois Lane. And Lois Lane is the wor- one of the She's worst like one scene of Lois Lane's that I've seen. Um, there's Iris. What's her name? Um, Iris. What? Yeah, she's uh, like, right, right, yeah, right, right, right. there's a lot of like, yeah. and I understand it's the '60s, so it's not like women have jobs. Well, time Carol, o'clock. Uh, Carol, whatever the, the five, uh, Green Lantern's boss, uh, she has a job. Carol, what is her name? Yeah, she owns the company how, though. Yeah, that's how much we care about. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like it's a very male centric, and I mean it's Justice League, so it's going to be male centric. There's only one female member. Carol Ferris. She owns uh, Ferris Aircraft. Yeah, but there's a lot of really, there's a lot of, like, shitty dudes in this movie, and we only really get once, I think a lot of it's not feminist or not feminist, uh, there's a woman in STEM, as you said, Carol, uh, there's end of list of things that women can do, um, because the rest of them are just, like, wives or sexy people, or I guess Lois is a reporter, but she's not particularly good at it, uh. I, I would argue that she is certainly, uh, very brave, and she's going in, and uh, going right into the danger. And I don't remember the scene. She, honestly, I, she gets she, struck down in a plane at one point. Well, but she gets attacked just, by a gigantic No, I'm not saying it's against... <laughs> I'm not a saying. real woman would have defeated the pterodactyl, Danny. All right? Well, <laughs> a real well, a 2017 real woman. woman. I can find a pterodactyl going on record on this book. No, I'm just saying, like, there's not... A, like, women don't do that much. They're not the main characters at all. There's one scene where we get a really iconic feminist character doing an iconic feminist thing stopping sexual assault with weapons um and you don't see that a ton throughout the movie and you certainly don't see that a lot in anything justice league because wonder woman doesn't get a lot to like a lot of other women to talk to or other women to do things with so it's usually just anything wonder woman does is kind of by herself and i i liked it because of that we talked about this movie how we would have liked to have it set like a little bit earlier and it also, I could see it being kind of interesting if this was set a few years later, like late 60s, yeah. sexual revolution, women's lib is kind of happening, yeah. and if they could have had like more female superheroes in there, yeah, it yeah, could have been an interesting I think it could be a cool time. We don't, we never see a lot of female superheroes. It's not a thing that, like, I think when women read or watch superhero anything, it's like we always kind of have to cling on to like the one girl who hangs out with the boys. Like, there's never a ton of them. I think um, DC tends to have that more than Marvel. Marvel's got... Marvel has some, but I would say it's mostly through, like, X-Men, where there's just so X-Men, many yeah. of them, yeah. where it's like, okay, there's other women, there's Storm, and there's Jean Grey, and then there's also just, like, a hundred others, because one-tenth of the globe is mutants. Right. Like, so they have a lot more to do. I think with DC, you get a lot... And even outside of X-Men, there's... I mean, there's other... There's other female... Uh, sure. 
female superheroes. Yeah, DC is pretty lame when it comes to female su- like Yeah, they, there's, there's Batgirl not enough for you. <laughs> the female not. reflection of Batman that isn't even her new own new thing. <laughs> not even it's a just, thing. It's like, what, we want girls to read Batman stuff. What if we, there was a girl Batman? There's <laughs> <laughs> a bat girl. Oh. Um, I think my biggest issue, and I won't say too much about Batgirl, but like why am I talking? She's not in this movie. Just yeah. uh, Batman's barely in this movie. Right. Uh, is uh, that also like the biggest Batgirl plotline? Is that she's just like is the killing joke? I would say she's most useful in the killing joke, and it's just like she can't walk now. <laughs> it's like right. the bit, she can't walk, and it's like oh god, if um if your biggest your secondary because I would say Batgirl is probably the after Wonder Woman the second biggest female superhero. Um. If you're, yeah. if her biggest I mean, thing is now she can't walk, <laughs> that's not yeah, great. I, certainly, I don't want to go too much into killing jokes. That is another because I well because it hasn't happened yet, right? Uh, it hasn't happened. It's also a, a movie. There's a movie based on it that we're going to get into later. But yeah. killing joke, uh, Barbara Gordon back girl gets shot by the joke and she's paralyzed. Um, <laughs> and she, it, it is not the the greatest, but, but, but she does then go on to become like a great new thing as the Oracle, and she's paralyzed, but she's still. Yeah. Helping to fight crime in her own way. But yeah, as like a as a superhero, because I, I would say the Oracle is more of a like a longer story that never really you're not gonna really see in film, I don't think, unless they bring that back for some of the animated movies. Yeah. I don't think you really see it. You see it in the comic books where there's a couple more female characters anyway. But um yeah, there's like you really just see her like she gets shot and <laughs> she can't walk now and that's... I think they're making a Batgirl movie. Um, oh god, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> I can't imagine that's going to be good. I Batman has some really good well, female the, super villains, but not really heroes. Yeah, um, the the person who is making the the Batgirl movie, such to write and direct it, is someone I was very excited about when it was announced, and now I'm a little unsure. Who is it? It's Joss Whedon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's starring Kevin Spacey. Let's get it going. <laughs> Produced by Harvey Weinstein. It's going to be uh, sick. <laughs> no. Uh, so we'll, yeah. I don't know if he's still on, we'll at see. one point he was attached to it. So we'll see we'll if that s- happens. We'll see if he stays attached. I mean, I'm not, yeah. Uh, Regardless of maybe what he's we should just personal life, he has written some, some great stuff. Some great female characters. Yeah. You know, it'd be super cool if they had a woman do it. Sure. I know that's... That's crazy. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I, I said it, and then I was like, oh, no, you can't have a woman director. Ah. Uh, you know, I mean, one just made Wonder Woman the only uh, good movie of the DCU right now, but, like, not her. I, I wasn't uh, blown away by Wonder Woman, but, I mean, it's compared to the rest of the stuff. But, oh, I, I thought Wonder... Uh, and I don't want to... Because you're probably going to also talk about that on the podcast, because... Uh, I don't think so. Batman's a, not... Yeah, there's Batman in it. Well, he's well, in a letter. We'll talk about Batman v Superman. Oh, I guess he is. He's, he's like in for like a second. We, we have to talk about I it. I guess now. you have to talk about yeah. it, um, which is great. Bring me back for Wonder Woman. <laughs> cool girl. But um, no, I mean, I think it was really good. I hated the third act, but I think that in a world of the DCU where you have things like, you know, like Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman, Donald Justice. Where you yeah, compare like to that. Yeah, compared, oh, Patty I mean. Jenkins took shit and made it a like a cool feminist icon that could also sell both in America and internationally, and that's... Do Wonder it. Woman is the it's, best, yeah. the, the smartest kid on the short bus. Yeah. Um, it didn't blow just, me away, but compared to what else they're putting out, it was really com- good. Honestly, uh, if 
if they gave Patty Jenkins this to do, I think, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now, she would have given us a hot joint. Yeah. Like, if they did it with, like, Captain Marvel or something. Um, a, I think a they are pretty at Captain Marvel. I think they now. are doing a Captain Marvel. I don't know if a woman director is doing it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but if they had done, a, like, one of the many uh, female superheroes in the, in the Marvel Universe being like, we're gonna do this right, I right. think it would have been, like, a really hot movie. I think she had a lot of shit that she had to cram in there with, like, and Batman's in it. <laughs> it's like, Right. Ooh, okay. Speaking of Batman, in the third scene of this movie, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, really <laughs> minute, oh. minute six. <laughs> it's uh, been two minutes. Yeah, Batman's not quite here, but in Las Vegas, Iris West is on the telephone with her fiance Barry Allen, the Flash, oh, and great, great names. Yeah. everybody. Iris uh, West, Barry Allen. I, but Barry Allen's in the comic books. I forget Iris. Iris still. Iris is. Iris also is yeah. fine. She's she. You could literally have her not really exist in this movie. And she doesn't add much to she, the movie. There's yeah. so nothing about her character or anything about her in this. I do kind of like this scene, though. She's got the creepy, like, Frank Sinatra-style dude, you know, like, yeah. hey, babe, like, trying to lean in, and she backs off, and then, like, the guy walks, like, I gotta do sound check, and then, like, a doctor, like, fucking Mr. Freeze-style dude with some, like, freeze gun Captain breaks Captain Cold. Captain Cap- Cold. <laughs> right. Captain so Cold time. busts in, immediately freezes and shatters that dude. That dude dies. That, which I'm glad, because when you see like, yeah, a bunch of... like, this dude sucks, he dies. Yeah, like, I like was... to, to see a bunch of badass women who, um leave their rape cage to, to kill some men, and then in the exact next scene you see a man explode, and yet this isn't a feminist film. <laughs> Still not. I'm not gonna... I don't think I played that creepy long singer. I'm trying to, to find his name, but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy who plays Fat Tony on The Simpsons. That's amazing. It sounded a lot I would like love him. that. I'm not sure if that's true at all, but I would... It sounded so much like him. Uh, but I can't find the guy's name, so I could I be. Think you I could be wrong. Just being racist against Italians. <laughs> hey, manja manja, I'm the lounger singer. That's what you're. That's what you're a perfect head. Italian accent. I won't sing unless my microphone is covered with with prosciutto. Oh, I love prosciutto, sing. please. A little song for you. <laughs> it's called uh, "I Love a Pepperoni." <laughs> and mambo. Mambo Italiano. It's uh, Rosemary Clooney's there. Oh, it's the 60s. It's Vegas. Uh, it's played by <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Mantenega. Oh, Mantenella? Mantenaglia? Mantenega. No. Is it not the one that's married to Sofia Vergara, the really sexy one who was in uh, Pee Wee's The uh, New Adventure? I. From my family? Sofia Vergara? Yeah, she's married to a guy named Joe's Mamma and uh, he's the sexiest man on earth. He was in Magic Mike too. I'm I'm showing my card a little bit too much on this one. He's very tall. Uh, he's not a very sexy guy, so I'm I'm doubting it's who you're thinking no, of. No, it's just, it's just a different Italian man. <laughs> An Italian man starting with him. That's the other one that starts with him. There's one guy. Thinking of is Italian. I think he's Spanish. Oh, that would be an amazing feat of voice work. Too. He's yeah. not married to Sofia Vergara, but okay, he, he does play right. Tony, uh, Fat Tony. Does it say if he knows her? <laughs> In the Wikipedia? Uh, it says that they met <laughs> briefly at a party. <laughs> Wikipedia is so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everything I want to know. He's, he's does the, the guy who plays Fat Tony know Sofia Vergara? Have <laughs> <laughs> they ever met like at the Emmys or at like a, a Taco Bell perhaps late at night? <laughs> Oh my god, if I saw Sophia Vergara at a Taco Bell, I would die. <laughs> She's never eaten that. She's both Hispanic and skinny. She's never eaten a Taco Bell. I would die. That was a, 
That was a pretty bad little riff. I, just, I was like, say a thing that's dear to your heart. Say what you know. Taco Bell late at night is what's on your mind. She's rich, skinny, and a Taco is what's on your mind sounds like the new slogan for Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to come here. Just you, admit it. Is it dark outside and are you drunk? <laughs> drive on over. Taco Bell, stop fighting it. I'm like, I'm... Not rich. I'm not skinny, and I'm not that Hispanic. Dress as Gundam 2017, and like I even wouldn't be at a Taco Bell. <laughs> There's so many better tacos. Guys, we gotta get back to this movie. So, uh, Captain Cold tries to commit robbery at this casino, and then uh, the Flash races from Central City to Las Vegas. He, uh, Captain Cold says that he's hidden six bombs somewhere in the city. And they're going to go off in 90 seconds. So I would have watched a whole movie just on Flash versus Captain Cold in Vegas, 60s Vegas. They could have. That would have been fun. That they, would have been a fun film. That no, would have, gonna... There would have been so many less plot threads in this. It would have okay, been just, way yeah, so he hides six bombs and the Flash has to get all six bombs before his Vegas dies. Yeah, but it's 90 seconds and they're hidden somewhere in the city. Just In generally. the entire city of Las Vegas. He has yeah. no clues. He finds five of them right away. And then he realizes, I can't find the sixth one. Oh, it must be a wild goose chase. I did like that they just implied he's that fast. Yeah. Like they're like, he's like, we can't even express. He yeah. just zoomed every single casino. Like, yeah. he was like, well, I checked the whole fucking thing. Like, yeah. But also, okay, these bombs uh, are very small. They're yeah. about the size of, I would say, an apple, probably. Yeah. Um, I understand that you can go places really fast, but like, what if I put it in a bag? Yeah. Like, you can't yeah, open exactly. all the bags of exactly. the city that quick. Like, that depends on how fast you are. <laughs> now, that's where the Flash comes in, you see. He's ex- he's extremely no. fast. That's the thing about the Flash. What okay, if it's yeah, so I quick as a Flash? What if, it's in a lo- what if it's in a locker and it's locked? Locked. Yeah, like this thing. Check his Wikipedia. How good is he at opening bags? Out of ten. I get that if they were just on the street, like if they were just on the street, yeah. that he could run every street in Las Vegas in 90 seconds to like pick it up off the yeah. street. But like, if he had to also find them, and I, I can't imagine that this guy's like, I'm gonna get the flesh, and then like, he puts them just like around that you can see them while running. Like yeah, he, he would just have like, to, like take all the things. <laughs> if like, there was some kind of hint or clue as to where they were, I get it. But they're anywhere in Las Vegas. And either he's bad at because here's the thing. Maybe this implies that the Flash has a gambling problem. <laughs> and he just knows the layout of all these casinos super I, well. But I could hide an apple sized thing, a place where like I don't care how fast I would hide you it are. In an apple cart. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to look through all the apple carts, the notorious <laughs> apple carts of Vegas? <laughs> if you hid an apple somewhere in my apartment, <laughs> I couldn't guarantee I would find it. Because you're not seconds. extra fast. <laughs> no, fast doesn't make you better at finding things. If I were fast my whole so, life, or, I would get bored and I would just start looking or, for stuff. Or if he destroyed Vegas. Like, if yeah. he ripped out everything. Like, if he left Vegas, like, you ran through the room and all the books are on the floor now because he had to look behind all the books. I would be like, oh, okay. But he just, like, finds them without you opening You find stuff. Hide an Apple in my bathroom. I couldn't guarantee I would find it in 90 seconds. <laughs> I, also, when he's like, I can't find it. It must not be there. I'm yeah, like, exactly. that's the Flash. <laughs> the, the Flash's superpower isn't find stuff. <laughs> what? But if I had to pick someone to find some, wouldn't he be the guy? I would probably pick Superman because I the feel like he could just think. think. 
about where the bombs are, and he'd be like, "Use his X-ray vision." Yeah, it's here. Can a Martian Manhunter read minds? That be, I guess that might be better. He'd just know where they were and then relay to the Flash, maybe. Yeah, I would even say maybe I would pick. I would pick Mister Bombfinder. I would pick maybe the Green Lantern because I feel like the ring. He would just be like. Everything, and then it would just like come to him because sure. uh, his powers are so nebulous. It's, it's so nebulous. If they were like, if they were like, the Green Lantern could also find anything anywhere. I'd be like, sure, yeah. why not? It's no the Green Finder. Than <laughs> any of his other. Powers. After two years, John as John Jones is the detective with the Gotham City Police yep, Department. Takes two years to become detective in Gotham City. That's because <laughs> everyone's murdered all the time. <laughs> so, the uh, detectives ahead of him were slaughtered. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> dead. A doomsday cult that worships the center. The center is spelled with an E in the end, by the way. Uh, the British way. Yeah. Because right. it's smart. Centra. <laughs> Centra. Uh, the, the doomsday cult has kidnapped a child for a sacrifi- sacrificial ritual. John and his partner Slam Bradley. That's a very 40s name. Uh, no, it's not. It's a dumb name. Slam <laughs> fist punch. <laughs> <laughs> Slam your face into the desk because uh, this is my department. <laughs> the other name for him. You're a loose cannon, Bradley. <laughs> uh, my first name, you're a loose cannon. Last name, Bradley. <laughs> uh, Slam Bradley joins Batman in battling the cult, but a fire renders John powerless. John is the Martian Manhunter, if you don't remember. He's, uh, he can't, he can, he's found in space, but he doesn't know what fire is. That's, uh, canon. I'm kidding. He's, he's got all the superpowers, but his weakness is fire. That's, that's better than kryptonite, anyway, so. I do, I like it. I, I'm like, yeah, cool, alright. He's got, he's, like, easy to weaken, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. He's, he's got all this cool, but yeah. So, uh, Batman is just wailing on, like, a, like, a dozen cult members. He's in, like, a big brawl with these guys in these red robes, and he's punching and kicking, throwing them around. It is what it would look like if you just let loose an MMA fighter in an elementary school. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> <laughs> told the kids, one of you, it's either him or all of you, go. And it is the plot of Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> yeah, basically. Let's talk about, because this is a Batman podcast, let's talk about, um, uh, there's two versions, two two costumes for Batman. So let's talk about how he looks here, and then later we'll talk about how he looks later on. Cool. Uh, He's got uh, yeah. purple gloves in this. Very, the gay Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's got very, the, the ears are very large. Um, and, yeah, uh, kind of a smaller bat symbol on his chest compared to some incarnations. I was hoping because this is the '60s, he would be dressed as Adam West Batman, but they just like <laughs> like like, the, like like they drew it as Adam West Batman. It's like the like the groovy right, face yeah, mask. He's yeah, and like he's got like eyebrows painted like, onto the can, suit. Yeah, it's like canonical '60s Batman. So like any time Batman appears in the '60s, it has to be like. Ooh, it's groovy in here to be a Batman. <laughs> but they but, went with uh, no. uh, 40s Batman. He started off with purple gloves. Right. Yeah, he started off with purple gloves, which I like. It's just, I I think that they should have made it in the 40s. Uh, yeah. Actually, they should have made this whole movie in the 40s. I take yeah. it back. This whole thing should have taken place <laughs> yeah. in the 40s, and then he could have his gloves, and then I wouldn't say anything about Adam West. And I like the way he looked there. I thought he looked cool. He looked cool. Yeah. I, I like uh, I like the voice too. I don't know who I this like dude who is, but I thought he we didn't get any Bruce Wayne, but I thought it was a really good Batman voice. I did too. Um, I, I thought he was really performance good. Yeah, just to, like tone out. I I loved all of these, and it's amazing that I I didn't have it open because I looked up everyone uh, in the New Frontier, uh, and I forgot. Uh, so Batman is is uh, he uh, beats the shit out of this cult. The cult one of the cult leaders um, 
tries to, to stab the kid in the middle of the fight, and Batman kind of throws a rope around his head and yanks him so, back. That's so unnecessary. Um, and then uh, Batman goes to, to save the kid, and he's looking all scary, and he's in this uh, smoke because the um, uh, Martian Manhunter like, knocked over a candle and it set fire and hypnotized Martian Manhunter. Of course. And, uh... uh um, oh, oh, I actually made a lot of notes on who this Batman is, because it's Jeremy Sisto. This Batman is Jeremy Sisto. I don't know if you remember Jeremy Sisto uh, from anything. I looked him up. I didn't recognize um, anything he'd most done. Most importantly, he's the gay kid in Clue... Or the... Not the gay kid in Clueless. The, the douche guy in Clueless. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he's one of the lesser... Um, Lesser men in Clueless, which I was very excited about. Um, he's also on Six Feet Under. Yeah. That's it seems like he's a, he's a working actor. Order. He's done yeah. a lot of stuff. Uh, Jeremy Sisto is one of those people that I, like, forgot existed. And then when I saw that this Batman was the Jeremy Sisto Batman, he, I was very happy. He's on uh, Dawson's Creek in one episode. Uh, Everyone, I am. Yeah. We all are. We all did it. Uh, listeners, right? You he's mostly Law and Order. Uh, I remember him as... Um, the douchey guy from Clueless. I don't think uh, most people probably remember him as the douchey guy from Clueless because they don't have a working exact memory of every scene in Clueless like I do uh, because they don't have that part of their brain. I, um, I mean, it seems like he's constantly working, but it's mostly kind of small shitty. parts and t- yeah. direct uh, TV movies and stuff. I don't... It probably doesn't matter about uh, Clueless. Uh, I'm don't not going to talk too much about... <laughs> he plays Elton. I don't... Do you guys remember Clueless at all? Uh, kind of. Okay, so there's a um, little bit about Clueless. A mm-hmm. little bit about, I don't want to be a dick, but let's talk about Clueless. Um, one of my favorite scenes of Clueless is um, Jeremy Sisto tries to, um, like, uh, tries to rape Cher in a car, and she's like, no, I'm leaving this car, and gets out of the car and gets immediately mugged. Ooh. Like, <laughs> this, yeah, this is a scene. So he, she's like, He's like, I'm trying to hit on you. And she's like, no, don't touch me. And he touches her anyway. And she's like, I'm getting out of this car. And he's like, oh, so you're going to walk back to Beverly Hills? And she's, he's like, she's like, yes, I will. And then he leaves. And then she's like, no, I didn't actually want to walk to Beverly Hills. <laughs> and Because um, they're in the valley. Right. Ooh, girl. And so she's in this, she's like, she's in the a bit, like abandoned parking lot. And um, this is, like, the the biggest Jeremy Sisto scene is he, like, drives away. And so she gets immediately this poor girl who just, like, almost, like, this guy was trying to hit on her. And, like, she didn't want it. And she got out of the car because she's trying to be safe. And um, immediately when she gets out of the car, a guy's like, give me your purse. And she's like, like, get on the ground. Give me your purse. And she goes, it's an, like, I can't ruin this dress. It's an alaya. <laughs> and I think about that so often. <laughs> and, like, well, also give me the dress then. Yeah, no, clearly she, that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know clearly if you don't want to ruin this dress, it's worth money. And so she like gets slowly onto the ground, like trying not to ruin her dress, as like a man has just tried to sexually assault her, and now another man has stolen her purse, <laughs> and she just has to call Paul Albrod and to buy a payphone. It's a time before cell phones, and she's just like sadly like gets on the ground, not trying to ruin this dress. And I was like, I feel you, girl. <laughs> we we got to get back to this yeah, movie. But fuck two, Jeremy Sister. <laughs> two, two other quick uh, roles Jeremy Sister's has done that are kind of. Notable. He played... Uh, Law and Order. Uh, well, he did a bunch of episodes of Law and Order. And he Jeanette played Order. Uh, the Talon in Batman vs. Robin, a, a oh. movie we're going to be doing coming up. And he also played uh, Jesus in the 1999 <laughs> movie, Jesus. 
Was he the star? <laughs> he was. He's the, the titular character. All right. Um, anyway, that's enough on Jeremy Sisto. It yeah. doesn't really matter. But I think as a Batman... He did a good job. He's a, he does a really good Batman. Um, he's unfortunately like barely in this movie. Yeah, we'll talk about where he liked his shit. We'll talk about where he where he ranks at the, at the end. But I I think he's going to be good. He yeah. did a good job. Um, there's actually a lot of uh, we should go on, but there's a lot of uh, famous people uh, doing voices in this cast. The cast is sick as shit. It's if, a good cast. It's a crazy ass cast. Um, so uh, but one of the the great cast members. Uh, <laughs> Is in the next scene. It's how Jordan is back and he's training under Colonel Rick Flagg at Ferris Aircraft. Yeah. Who is the famous actor Ron Flagg. <laughs> Rick Flagg is Ron Flagg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they don't want to change his name too much. We all know Ron Flagg and he doesn't do, he wouldn't play a John Ron Madi. You know, that's because the last name's really bad. <laughs> Another uh, actor who is a real actor who actually exists. <laughs> How is played by David Boreanaz from Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Slayer. Also, uh, and Bones. also Bones. Yeah, um, and also the new thing where he is a, um, a soldier on TV as he's been playing for years. Do you guys yeah. know about Bones? I, <laughs> I, I do. A I like Bones. Bones, <laughs> Bones yeah. is great. Uh, do so, you know that? Speaking of Jesus, uh, him and Bones have a baby in a barn in one episode of Bones. Uh, he gets her pregnant and then she uh, gives birth to their child in a barn. Uh, Wait, he gets her pregnant in a barn and then they <laughs> stay the there for nine months. I, I, I think I lost my no, cable after, before this point. He gets her pregnant and then they have the baby in a barn. Bones went off the fucking house. Anyway, it's it's one of those shows where like such a huge part of the appeal is like the the sexual tension, the will they, won't they, and then. They Anytime did. they have that, as soon as they do it, it's like, well, now the show's boring. Okay. Um, uh, so anyways, so... Uh, so <laughs> how, how Jordan, the Green Lantern, but he hasn't become Green Lantern yet. Uh, he's he's at Ferris Aircraft. He's training to become a, a test pilot. He wants to be a, an astronaut. There's no astronauts yet, but he wants to to be uh, basically saying, John Glenn. They want, they want to send him to space, and he's like, no one's been to space yet. I'll do it. Me. Yeah. There's no it. one that I could not shoot at there. <laughs> no one will even ask me. I'll just go up and fine. I'll fly around. People will be like, you're doing great, kid. You're doing great. No bullets at all. None needed. Also, and I don't want to bring timeline into this more than it needs to be, hmm. but um, Hal Jordan doesn't live forever. He's not a Superman. He's not like an alien. He's like a man. Right. We don't and know how much kale he eats. Alive, <laughs> he's alive in the '60s, and then also alive in the '90s, and also alive in the 2000s. And he's um, also fit. true Batman. I mean, and... yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. But like this one's like purposely in this because it's not. I think a lot of Batman and is like it happens in the '60s because it was the time of the '60s. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to bring up Gotham by Gaslight. <laughs> Ooh, that is a <laughs> very I bad. Will, every time I'm on this podcast. Comic book, and it's a very bad movie we're going to have to do eventually. <laughs> oh my god, please bring me. Bring, no, I take back Wonder Woman. Bring me back for Gotham by Gaslight. <laughs> uh, okay, like, most things are just happening in out of time. Like, Batman just happens. Mm-hmm. This is, like, very, like, it's the 60s, but these people will live until forever. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel here's right. My, here's my hot take. Bruce Wayne is Doctor Who. <laughs> what? He's Doctor Who. Okay, first of all, his name is not Doctor Who. It's his Doctor. It's the his doctor. name is what? <laughs> That's like, like, and my name is <laughs> my good doctor. 
doctor this fall on this, CBS. This, this show, this show's <laughs> name. This show has become his some name kind is of who? this show has become this weird <laughs> reversal of my whole life, where the the jock is trying to fit in with the weird nerds. This is I'm the dungeon master, Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and I'm the jock in this room. Um, That's can your... I be the jock? Canonically, you know, can I be the jock? You know, sure, I don't give a shit. I played, I played high school volleyball. Am I the jock? Uh, Jacob knows who sports guys are. He knows I, who I Michael Jordan into basketball. is. I played basketball yeah. in high school. Sure, I'm the jock. I'm also your dungeon master. Roll for persuasion. All right? Okay? I'm the wizard. And can I even roll a sudden? Okay? All right, let me roll. I roll a 17. Oh my god, this you podcast is going to be seven hours long. <laughs> I'm going to die in this apartment. This, we got to skip this That cat's going to eat my body. Uh, Batman suggests to Martian Manhood that they work together and investigate in the center worshipping cult. Flash defeats a robot duplicate of Gorilla Grodd. The, wait, I, two well, greatest detectives. Yeah. That happened in the Batman meets Martian thing. Like Martian yeah. Manhunter's like, I've got some evidence to show you. And he points to just like some news clippings on the wall. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's not. I thought that Batman was just going to go along with it. Yeah. And Batman just says, those are just newspaper clippings. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck he, yeah. That's why I, he's the greatest detective. Yeah. I that's love this movie. I, I'm into this detective. movie. I'm yeah. on board. And I, then he's like, I trust you. You seem like a good guy. But just for the record, like if you turn, it costs seventy thousand. I have a seventy thousand dollars sliver of meteor for the one from Metropolis. All I need for you is one cent for a box of matches. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. And then he goes out the window. He's just I gone. Yeah. And large man um, drops. You should know like, that I fell asleep during this movie and I woke up. <laughs> you were like, fuck this movie and then No, 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 no. <laughs> I fell asleep during this scene, this exact scene. I fell asleep and then I was like, holy shit. And then I rewound it, which was hard because I was pirating it and it did not love that. I right, it kept like reloading. Yeah, like just, fuck yeah. it. I, I, I was also watching it. In a phone, in a gay man's bed, in the East Village. It's hard to watch drunk. near gay men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay, this is bedtime. It's a mess with the Wi-Fi. Um, so, anyway, I no. love that line from Batman. It's I thought great. it was really cool. Yeah, I, I like this. He's very, I like, rewound it and watched this, and I was like, how did I fall asleep during this? And yeah. then I watched the rest of it, and I was like, I should have slept through the whole thing. Batman um, is not the problem with this movie. Batman's no, he's, he's good. cool in this, and everyone else, Wonder Woman is cool when she gets screen time. Batman's cool when he gets screen time. Everyone else can suck a big one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be... Flash defeats a robot duplicate of Gorilla Grodd. We saw last right. week but in our why? whatever episode. What okay. did we do last week? We did uh, Justice League, the Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Um, the, he just I, punches. It, it's yeah. The, it's a dumb fucking character. There's too much going on in this movie. So Gorilla many, Grodd shows just, up for three seconds and Flash. It doesn't it. make doesn't. sense why it's a robot. He just punches him, and it turns out it's a robot. Yeah, I don't understand. Who made it? Sense, yeah. Why? Why would you make it? <laughs> I, it doesn't I, matter. I think maybe the government because they're trying to capture him, and they shoot like a net around him. They, oh yeah, they That's, shoot a net, oh, yeah, and then he runs out of the net yeah. in a way that I'm like, we didn't we didn't look into that he can. Well, the flash can runs. vibrate and then go through solid matter. Right. But okay, here's the thing. So I do understand the trap now. I understand. That, yeah, I understand the trap sense, when you said it, but when I was watching it, I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I think a bigger thing for me in the Flash uh, is like, again, after we see him find bombs really quick, mm-hmm. his powers are so like he's a great character. I think because his power is super easy. He runs fast. Yeah, he's a guy. Yeah. He's a guy who runs. Yeah. Like someone was like, 
what's his power? Because I think there's a lot of people in um, a lot of superheroes where it's like their powers aren't super well defined. Where it's mm. like Wonder Woman, she can do anything, yeah. and uh, Superman, he can do anything Stuff. if you don't. Just decide. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. What is the Batman, story? Batman, he's a rich guy, so whatever a rich guy could do. I whatever guess. a rich guy could do. Whatever afford, science can, can make, he can do. But I think The Flash is so great because it's just. And oh, don't even get me started on Green Lantern. That's like. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that, who knows? But like, it's just a guy who runs fast. But that's the and they problem. Somehow... Let's stop you right there. Green Lantern can green. He <laughs> <laughs> has a color and whatever that can do. Fucking jock. Have you seen grass? Have you seen. <laughs> Walls sometimes. I vomit some occasionally. <laughs> I'm fucking Jock hasn't even read Watchmen. He uh, doesn't he know what a Watchmen. Um, tanks. Green. That's the problem but, okay, with the Fox show. Is, is every, in solution to everything is like, oh, I tried to run and it didn't work. I know. I'll run faster. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. Annette, Which is smart. Annette is something. I would try that. that. <laughs> I could run out of given enough time. Like, if you put a net on me, I could probably run out of a net. But what could you do it with military guns? Because that's what the Flash does. But, okay, so that's like the one time he's useful is like, like, if I was the military and I was like, how do we capture a guy who can run really fast? I'm like, I don't know, um, make it so, like, hit his leg with a bar. A lot of peanut butter. Trip him. Trip him. Cover good. the city in peanut butter. <laughs> Whole city. Get a re- you need to build a very large knife and an enormous jar of peanut butter. The Flash <laughs> goes... Spread it everywhere. Up, Flash, up buildings. He can run up buildings. The Flash goes on the news and announces his retirement. He says, peace, I'm out of here. Uh, there's also there's a very brief mention of a, a guy named John Wilson. Uh, who I His war. His war. His war, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Wilson's work. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's who the character Starring is. Starring John Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think they go more into this in the comic book from what I remember, but he's, um, uh, it's kind of an interesting idea that just is ignored in this, where he, he's like a, a black superhero who's got like a giant sledgehammer, he just fights the KKK, and he right. is killed. They uh, just kill him on, in a news clip in yeah. this story. Yeah. yeah. I like it because um, this is like, uh, when we still hated the KKK and Nazis, I love anything where it's like we still hate them. Uh, yeah, because anything in new, like a new superhero thing, is like uh, KKK is back. But like, there was like a per- point where white America in the 2017s thought that was like an old school thing. <laughs> like, oh, but it's so old. It's old ye old times. The KKK is around, and I'm like, no, they're still here. But sure, Flash, yeah. cool. Uh, but love but. That. I, this was another. KKK? <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'm trying. He's trying to say I like that I like Hitler and the KKK, and he is uh, three tall boys deep, and I think that, that hey, is. Hey, I'm on my third tall boy. I'm not three tall boys deep. I'm two and a, a little over under a half. I'm, I'm being robbed. I'm being, help me, crime, crime. This is another Watchmen. I, th- I think this is a Watchmen reference because John Wilson looks so much like Hooded Justice from Watchmen. Uh, this is the third. What? Uh, two, Are you going to do a third. Watchmen one of this podcast? There's no Batman in it. Uh, there's no. There's no Batman. Um, so Spectre is kind of the Batman of the uh, Watchmen, though. Or maybe Night Owl too. Night Owl too. It's obviously Ozymandias. I know that we're both. Bullshitting, but like there's well, one. Well, Dino too has a he has a bat or a, a owl shaped plane. Yeah. He's got all the gadgets. Yeah, but like one is like a billionaire who finances superheroes. 
902 has got to be pretty fucking rich. Okay, too. you know, it doesn't matter. It, okay. This isn't about yeah. Watchmen. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm skipping over some stuff. Watch but, part two next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, John gives Watch. his uh, research to, to Batman. He breaks into the, the Batcave. And, uh, this is the part I didn't like of this movie. It, they, Batman just says, how did you find me? And John just like doesn't answer that question. He's like, I found you because... I just did. But like honestly, if there was a Batman, we could find him. It's not that good. I don't think I could find where you live. I couldn't find anyone. I live here. You live here? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that, so I'm, I'm not good to I'm the it. apple that you hid earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, here the whole time, Dan. <laughs> um, so he gives his research to Batman. He, he plans to uh, to get on this, this rocket that Ferris Aircraft is uh, sending to Mars. Sure. and. Uh, Where are the Russians in all of this? Yeah, you'd think that would have come up. Doesn't nope. Nope. doesn't show up. Um, Russians are doing their own thing. They have a Russian Batman. I think we, we might have skipped over this part, but uh, Green Lantern, this, um, uh, or Hal Jordan, this Green Lantern named Abin Sewer, crash lands on Earth and he gives Hal his, his ring. Yeah, he gives David Boreas his ring. Uh, Hal Jordan's in this for the, he's a very big part of this movie. He doesn't become the Green Lantern until like the last five minutes. Very, um, yeah. Hal Jordan also is, um, I would say, the worst, for the man who's given the most screen time, is the worst superhero in this movie, because yeah, for sure. you have no idea what he's doing. Um, he's, like, going to space, he has a ring, he sees an alien, and he's yet not perturbed by this at all. Like, yeah, he says to the alien, you need a doctor. Yeah. You and need a like, doctor. What, what's a doctor going to do? Alien, yeah. and then, like, also, okay, this is the 60s, this is after, like, like, um... Roswell. Roswell. This is after Area 50, like, Area 51 is, like, a thing in that, like, people are saying about... Like, this is after, like, kind of people are afraid of aliens. Like, we're not... We're, and maybe this is a different timeline, but, like, it's the 60s. Like, we've already had, like, the Little Green Men panic of the 50s, supposedly, in this, because we have the Korean War, so we assume it's our same right. timeline. And yet, he sees an alien, and he's like, well, you need a doctor, Mr. Alien. Like, yeah. what... Wait, what? I get like, that he's not, like, terrified he's supposed to be very brave, but you'd think he'd have a reaction. Or that he'd be like... He'd be like, whoa! Whoa! This is hey, weird. I'm sorry, what you look, you look weird, but are, are you okay? Like, And I, he's not a Martian Manhunter alien who can just, like, become a man if he wants to. It's, like, yeah. an actual alien who can't make himself into anything else. And he sees this alien, and he's just like, oh, okay, hey, yeah, I'll take your ring. You need a doctor, sir. And it's like, wait, what? Like, it's, it's, so, it's so bizarre to me because... For, like, I understand he's brave, but he should be, like, a little bit surprised that, like, he's just found alien life that we haven't... I guess this is a thing with Superman, so, like, right. he knows there are aliens on Earth, I guess. There's a weird but it's thing weird still. Uh, that it's we also strange. skipped over where um, uh, <laughs> they've got John Jones, like, locked up, and Superman shows up, and they're like, well, he's an alien, we can't, we don't know what he's capable of, and Superman's like, I'm an alien. Oh, just because I look like you? And it's like the this weird example of like white privilege for like for, we're both aliens. We're both aliens, but, but one looks like a, a sexy dude, so he can <laughs> just hit. But like okay, but Martian Manhunter could just make himself look like Superman, and yeah. it wouldn't have been an issue. Like right. he can cloak himself in anything, so just also make you look oh, like well, Superman. And now, now we have two Supermans. Now like, we're getting into passing privilege, and that's a whole nother. I, yeah, but like here's the thing. If you wanted to not be in jail, why wouldn't you just make yourself look like Superman, an alien that everyone's cool with? And if you just looked like Superman, they'd be like, oh, it's another alien from that place that always is helping us. 
Yeah. Two of them now. I mean, it really is kind of the victim's fault in this. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are putting words in my mouth, and I don't... I, <laughs> if Jews were faster. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. This is. It's you know, not, I hope that Wonder Woman comes back with all of those women with AK 47s <laughs> and they just murder everyone in America, and it's just those ladies. Good now. luck getting Let's, the four trained to run this late at night. Unless okay. you think we're piling on you too much. Last week, Jacob argued that Eli Weiss should have been able to fight his way out of the Holocaust. He's buff. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, it's so dumb. I, I have like a okay. I understand that like they have to put superheroes in our world, like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I call this the Magneto. Um, I call this the Magneto uh, quandary, where it's like Magneto could have stopped the Holocaust. He was in it, and he probably could have stopped it. And I, I uh, think what, adult Magneto. He was child yeah, Magneto. He was young. Child, I think child Magneto probably could have stopped the Holocaust. Uh, but he was very. Uh, I, I he didn't have the okay, control. I'm not. I'm, we can talk about this. We can talk about this. This is <laughs> not about this. But I always think, like, it's really weird when they make things happen in our world. And, like, right. like um, or, like, when the newest Wonder Woman movie, we were talking about that. It happens during World War One, and then World War Two still happens. Like, she, like, defeats the great evil, and then right. it's like, oh, World War... And what happened with World War Two? Like, That's true. Wonder Woman 2. Um, Wonder Woman... What? It's like the Cars universe... Do you know about... It's just like that. The, oh, you mean the Carverse. <laughs> yes. Right. And how they're... Disney Pixar's after... Carverse. <laughs> yeah. So, in Cars 2, I think it's 2, it might be... No, it's 2. Uh, they meet a guy who fought in Vietnam. There's like a car that is a, a Vietnam vet, so mm-hmm. that means... Right, there was the Vietnam Car War. Vietnam, so was there car Holocaust? Was there car World War One? Was there... Uh, was oh, there car the Korea? answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly yeah. you guys have not read the car comic books. Where Lightning McQueen had to go to Afghanistan. Oh, like, I, I don't know, but... There was the car inventor of the car. Yeah, like, what did he invent? Right. Car guy. Sorry, it, right. it doesn't... It was the Flintstones car that invented. <laughs> the real car. The regular yeah. car. It doesn't really matter because... No one's thought about Disney's cars as much as I have, but... Or at all. <laughs> Is that a challenge? <laughs> but... Should we make this into a car podcast? <laughs> Was there a car holocaust is something that I have thought at least once about. It was the invention of the goddamn bus! <laughs> I think we've got our, our name for the episode, Car Holocaust. <laughs> well, it's just, okay, it's not something that um, that matters for Batman, but it's whenever they put something that shouldn't be, like, in our universe, they put, mm-hmm. like, one little thing that happened on the same timeline we're in, and it makes me think, what else happened? Right. Like, in the new Wonder Woman, she she fights in World War One, but like then I guess just like goes and hangs out at the Louvre for World War Two. What? Like that's bizarre. That's um, a, I I said sure. it mostly as a joke, but I'm World Wonder Woman Two. That <laughs> they could Wonder, ignore that. Wonder Woman Two World War again. Uh, <laughs> like no, no one's gonna make it. Patty Jenkins has too much artistic credit. To herself. There's 100 percent gonna be a sequel to Wonder There's, Woman. Yeah, but I'm sure it's just gonna be in normal. It's gonna be in 2017 times. They've so got to address what's happened in the last. The 90 years being Wonder Woman in, 1. and In the same time, I bring this with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. He gets frozen. Yeah. Uh, and then, so obviously, uh, he's fine. He does the he does World War 2 and then got frozen. And then, right. like, he's... He does World War 2. He does World War 2. And uh, then he comes unfrozen and then it's like, okay. Um, did your grandfather do World War 2? <laughs> he did. Yeah. Actually. 
But then he was cold for a while. Um, (laughs) But it's fine. He like it. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, so does do what? What does it mean for like today's political theory that like just a one dude as a super soldier, or like a one lady as a super soldier, or a one car in a Vietnam (laughs) (laughs) comes in and just slaughters everyone? One car with a Hemi. (laughs) The rest of these cars are street legal. Yeah, they got no chance. They got no chance, and also there's no car made out of Vietnam. (laughs) <laughs> what the car is that composed of Vietnam? Car made out of Vietnam. <laughs> so I, I, the <laughs> suffering of millions. There's no car made of that. All right. There is the fires in the trees, the women and children dead. There's no car no, constructed of those things. Okay, all the cars in Rambo it. came home. It wasn't my war. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, in the cars universe, <laughs> that... Lightning McQueen's like an American car. Like Mater's like an American car. When Mater they go, Mater is undeniably American. <laughs> American yes. car. They're all American-made cars. And when they go, they're in in Cars Two. They go to like Italy, and they're like little Fiats. Are all the cars in Italy are like Fiats and stuff. Like cars made in like Fiats and Alfa Romeos are who makes up Europe uh, because they're European cars. But there's no like Amer. There's no uh, car brand made out of Vietnam. So who were the cars fighting? People. Do you really want a movie where we have like Larry the Cable Guy doing his racist Vietnamese voice? No, I don't want it. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to have a car in Vietnam. Okay. Please let us get back to the movie yes. before I like talk myself into a hole. Okay. <laughs> I've talked too much about how much I know about cars. I didn't even see Cars Three. Maybe that is when car. Oh, they explained oh, all of it in that. That's why we thought you such a fool. Cars 3 answers all these questions. Cars 3 has Donald Trump car. It's uh, very realistic. So, uh, yeah, it just closes all the plot holes that my car was wanted to. It's snapshot. It's yeah. a perfect trilogy. Yeah. Uh, so, Martian Manhunter tries to, to get on this. Uh, uh, Ferris aircraft is launching a rocket to Mars. Martian Manhunter tries to, uh, to get onto it, uh, but he, he's stopped. He's captured. Um, but, like, he just wants to go home. He does. Uh, but why didn't he just make himself look like a Hal Jordan? Like, they're not... Like, just go, baby. Yeah. You're, you can be invisible. You could go on Wonder Woman's invisible plane. It doesn't really matter anymore. Nothing in this movie makes well, sense. Well, uh, he, he fucks up the, the spacecraft as they're trying to launch, and um, the... Did he fuck it up? I, I think it, he fucked up, or it was fucked up somehow. I think it was... Fu- I, he didn't even get in. Like, he got tackled before he got into yeah, the thing, right? Yeah, no, he doesn't, he doesn't touch... Uh, I don't think he... You think that's like, coincidence? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that, like, we're not ready to... We're not ready to go to Mars now. Elon Musk is full of shit. We're not ready to go to Mars in 2017. We're certainly not ready to go to Mars in 1960. If Martian Manhunter couldn't get to Mars in 1958, then how are we supposed to do it today? <laughs> Okay, he's from bunch, there. It's, it's like if I couldn't get back to Indiana right now. Did I expect you to get there? No. Not even 50 years later in a totally different America. Because <laughs> right, you had an Indiana sense where you just always... I know, I know it's there. It's that way. I'm pointing. For those in the, it's that like, way. Indiana's that way. I like to think that it's um like a... Uh, like regular show, like there's just a piano where someone's playing like a bunch of baby ducks send it to the moon, but like for Mars, like that it's, we don't even, like if we have the technology, we can just do it with magic. There's so, so many magical people. Can Flash run to Mars? Probably. I don't know. Fuck it. Can you build a staircase? So anyways, uh, they, they try and, they're trying to get to Mars, their rocket is fucked up, 
and Hal says, uh, Hal and some other guy are in the, the cockpit, Hal says, uh, okay, we, we got to, I can get us back and like land this. And the guy says, no, no, this rocket ship is full of nuclear bombs. And we like gonna chemical weapons. We're gonna and other, I think there's a third other insane. I think thing. germ weapons. Yeah, yeah. They were just so ready to wipe out Martian civilization. Yeah, in case it didn't work out. Yeah. If the handshake didn't go down right, they were like, well, no more Mars. <laughs> like, it's, um, it's, yeah, I, I, everything with Martian Manhunter in this movie, and in hell, and space, I'm like, could we have less of it? Yeah. So they, they, <laughs> they apparently had a plan that Hal Jordan wasn't aware of, that if anything goes wrong, they're just going to blow up the whole ship full of nuclear bombs. And Why did you put a bomb on a ship to Mars? Yeah, yeah <laughs> what? Doesn't who, make sense. who did it? Why? Especially if they don't aren't bothered by nuclear shit. You know what I mean? Like you set off a nuclear bomb and everyone's like, "Well, that's like that's like food to us." We don't put on, bombs on like NASA today's spacecraft because it's too risky. Why would we, why? Right. I mean, worst case scenario, the Martians kill two people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you put a bomb on it, then you're risking something to happening. Piss them off, up. and then they're like, "Well, we survived that because we're way better than you." And yeah. Now we're coming at you, bitch. But, but also, <laughs> like, here's the thing: nuclear weapons on a thing that's going to space. Like, why didn't they just send them to space? They could be like, "Hey guys, we're Americans," and they'd be like, "What is that?" And it's like, "Oh, sorry, we're just saying, hey, can you send us back to our Earth?" And yeah. like, nothing would need to blow up. Right. I mean, the Literally risk. Nothing. The risk if they go with no weapons is. Two people end up getting killed by Martians. The right. risk if they go with a nuclear bomb is something goes wrong in the launching or the landing, and an we entire spray city atomic is... thing over right. all of the world. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah, like it's such a it's like such a Looney Tunes fucking idea. Yeah. To... And Hal Jordan's wrong here. Yes. He's like, but I can land it. And the other guy's like, At, what if you're wrong? Right. <laughs> then a hundred million, what, a jillion people die. What are you yeah. talking? And then Hal he's Jordan like, well, I'm wrong. confident. The whole time. There's no time where I'm like, Hal Jordan is correct. And he has the soothing to it voice of David Boreanaz. Yeah. So like, I'm like, oh, maybe he's right. But he's not. At this point, no way. He, has, he has the Green Lantern ring. So you think this is where he's going to start using it. He's going to use it to, to land the craft safely. Yeah. Nope. He launches out of there and the, uh, Superman saves him. I don't know much about being a spaceman, uh, but I feel like they don't. How much you... do you know about being a space woman? <laughs> there aren't any. <gasps> My <Feminism>. word! <laughs> uh, no, Sally Ride was a bisexual and then died without being able to say it. Um, well, there's that one who uh, put on a diaper and tried to kill her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah, what? Not... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, it was cool. Was that a riff? <laughs> 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 Space? Why are we talking? What? She's an astronaut. Uh, oh, it's a lady astronaut. So there would. So there are space women. Not in the six. The one's a murderer. <laughs> there's the one that's in the the. They're definitely space astronauts. Yeah, there's space there's women. women. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's been even black women in space, but in the sixties there was no ladies in space. No. Oh, okay, um, so we're talking. Well, time there's like relative. two people. Yeah, in space but in the 60s. But here's the thing: I don't know much about being a space guy, but what I do know about is um, I don't think you can wear your own rings. Into space. You I can't think, wear them during pickup basketball. Think, I'll tell you yeah, that. People get mad. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, that's the thing you take issue with. <laughs> so here's the thing. That's the thing like, that's maybe, inaccurate. 
But they make you put a suit on, and yet you can bring your own jewelry. Like, you can wear your own fucking earrings. You can wear, like, a, a Jesus chain. Like, no, you can't wear that in space. <laughs> space? You can't just bring things. Space okay. isn't Nazi okay, Germany. That's... Okay. You, you can't just you fight your way out of space. You can do whatever you want in space. <laughs> you oh, I thought he was like, oh, they stole the, the Jews' rings also. No, I thought that was you can play them out. You can just live your life. I thought you were saying if you're strong enough, you can punch your way out of space. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> Superman does it all the time. You can no, be just punch his way into and out of all kinds of space. He goes to planet after planet because he's very strong. I get that they're not the Justice League yet, but they all have things that could be helping each other right now, and yeah. no one is helping each other. Right. Yeah. Uh, they don't have email. They don't know. They, they, yeah, you, you can't know just what I mean? email. Like, like call someone's landline. Like, oh, I'm not home. I'm stuck in the apocalypse. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> does uh, Does Superman have a telephone? I assume no. Uh, he's got real good ears. He can I, hear everything. I made phones in the 60s. <laughs> uh, so, so, they don't uh, have planes, though. <laughs> well, they had invisible ones. <laughs> um, on, speaking planes, of invisible planes, <laughs> on Paradise Island, Wonder Woman is training, and somebody... Uh, th- there's, there's this subplot that's like brought up and immediately abandoned. There's a coup. Actually, wait! This, do- this movie does pass the Bechdel test. I, oh, yeah. yeah, I guess yeah, it does, because, Oh, no, I take it all back. This is a feminist icon movie. Okay, because Wonder Woman is fighting on a beach with yeah. another woman who d- does not come back. No, uh, no but no. she is named. Her name is Mala. Right, um, but this is the only scene she's in. She's only in the scene. I don't know why she's there. And they're hitting each other uh, with swords, and she's... She's like they're Diana. Fighting. It's not just no, no, but they're sparring. I want to die. I also want to die. No, but they're spar fighting. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're not. Right. They're just kind of banging swords against yeah. each other. They're not gonna kill each other. And w- she's like, "You need to come back here. You're spending too much time off the island." Right. And then the Wonder Woman's like, "I need to do this." And then I think they say something about Superman. So it's like a very quick back to. Mom says something about like the people think that there needs to be a new leader. We'll spend more time with. Yeah, yeah, on the island. And yeah. then Wonder Woman's like, I can do this. And she's like, not if you're going around with Superman. I think yeah. that immediately stops passing the Bechdel test because they yeah. say something about Superman. But um, And then that... Feminist the, icon. The attempted coup just goes nowhere. It's yeah, not, and there's also, no follow-up to that. Here's the thing. Even if there was an attempted coup, like, Wonder Woman's doing kind of more important things than just, like, play fighting on an island. Like, this is yeah. not her... I don't really First think of, It's just a dumb island full of girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's my thing. Like, so the to be fair, Paradise Island important. Yeah. People, there's people there. It's important. Okay. But like, if you were like Diana, you can either be the princess of an island or you can save the world all the time. Yeah. Like, one feels more important that because the Paradise Island is on the world. Yeah. I should say. And also, I, I kind of don't think she's wrong. If you're never at Paradise Island, if Donald Trump was True. going off and being a, the Just greatest... Just golfing all the time. <laughs> no, if he was going off and being like this Asian superhero, I'd be like, maybe you shouldn't do both. Maybe you shouldn't. Be. Maybe he should just be golf man. <laughs> <laughs> you should protect Florida from yeah. being over par. I don't yeah. know. From, <laughs> yeah, I watch that. From black people who aren't Tiger Woods sneaking onto the golf course. <laughs> what kind of golf shit is he doing? Uh, so Lois Lane reports that a giant pterodactyl uh, is... Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, I'm sorry. There's pterodactyl. A, there's a silent P at the beginning. And it threw He's me off. to the page. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's attacking, attacking Kate Canaveral. Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman's invisible jet crashes as she warns that the center is coming. Okay, 
they there's a pterodactyl. They should already know some shit's up. Uh, yeah. They don't need Wonder Woman for this. Also, why does Wonder Woman know that much about it? It doesn't matter. And and think, nothing they, really matters they, at they the start of the like movie. Paradise Island got hit, right? By the I think so. First. There's like some kind of big shadow over it, then they like cut away. Yeah, yeah like so something was coming, and then she flies in, like, we got fucked up. Like, but here, maybe they should honestly overthrow her because she, the minute that island might be in danger, she's like, damn, <laughs> need to find Superman. That's it's what like, I'm saying. She yeah. shouldn't she's be a doing bad that. bad ruler. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. like, I don't know. That's what happens when you put a woman in charge. Of women? <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no men on the island. Oh, you think we should fly in a man yes. to rule on the island? <laughs> there's no men on the island. There shouldn't be a rule? All right. Um, uh, I think we just need to fly all the Amazons. This is what would have happened if Hillary Clinton like won the election. She would always be flying up to other countries. Other countries? To, to warn them about intergalactic forces? Yeah. I feel like that's probably not what, have, what would have happened if Hillary she would have won. Just she would just around. quit going to space. <laughs> just stop tooling around that invisible plane of Earth. She's always on Mars. Why didn't you go to Ohio? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota needed some attention. Instead, she was trying to prove Pluto deserved representation. And <laughs> we just see Nicholas. We know she's on her way to Ohio. She's in her invisible plane, but you can still see her just sitting through the air. I like to think that um, in all of this, that like Bernie is the Martian Manhunter, where he's just like, the people need to know, yeah, I have the evidence, and then you just see like a flying plane. It is weird that he's like five six and he can palm a basketball. His hands are enormous. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. There's no, that's not normal. At one point, he, uh, I think we, we skipped over this, but this is the, the line. I can't imagine we missed anything. Yeah. <laughs> this is the line I made fun of in the opening where uh, he gets released from prison and then he uh, just uh, he says, like, he's looking like he normally does. He's like, oh, the last time I went out looking like this, I gave someone a heart attack. And so he looks, he changes his appearance. He looks like a green guy with like a cape and a little yeah, short shorts. Still I hate terrifying. Yeah. I hate that moment. Yeah. I hate I was the moment. Like, I the guy liked says, his dis- earlier design better. Yeah. First off, I thought it was a really cool design. Second off, just look. Why don't you just look like a normal dude then? But if you're worried about giving people heart attacks, maybe you should change into something people have seen before. Yeah, like not like a green and orange terrifying monster. He's not with a wearing cape. a shirt. Yeah, he's like cross. He's wearing suspenders. I'm right? mad that this <laughs> wasn't released in theaters because I feel like the gay Halloween costumes of Martian Manhunter. <laughs> like if that was a big enough cultural okay. thing, yeah. like West Hollywood Halloween, like 2008, whatever would have been fire on that Martian the Manhunter costume because it is one of and I say this as a queer woman woman queer woman woman one of the greatest gay icons of this film there's no black people in this film there's one woman in this film uh, there's no black people there's no black people in this film yeah I don't think nope I don't think it yeah they definitely don't talk Uh, this, it it, Maybe it does pass the Bechdel test, but it does not pass the Duvernier test. It uh, doesn't pass the Blackdell test. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> um, there have been so many times I've threatened to quit this podcast. <laughs> I just every episode, I'm like, no, no more. Certainly, we could go no further. And then you keep um, testing me, Danny. It, it, <laughs> it, I'm not saying any of this. Like it's it's a cartoon in the '60s, so like. They could have put there black people or women. Many black people in the sixties. Yeah, there was no black people in the sixties. <laughs> that is canon uh, for is American canon. history. Uh, no, like they could have easily put in anyone in this film because there's a hundred people. Yeah, in it. one and of the military people, legit, yeah. what something. Anything like, doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, 
you could have had a speaking person of color in this. I think maybe the girl that Wonder Woman is sparring on on the island might be a person of color, but honestly, I, it's hard to say. She just looks kind of like a Greek person. Yeah, I think she's just kind of tan. She just is tan because she lives on an island. I don't think yeah. that counts, certainly. And also, like, she's an Amazon. Who knows what that is? Yeah. Uh, but I believe it's in uh, Brazil. I guess. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Um, so um, the center yeah. is revealed as. I, I guess. I guess it's a massive flying island with an army of mutant dinosaurs to guard it. <laughs> yes, that's my answer to so what is the center. Because, so yeah. okay, honestly, the cult is really creepy. When mm-hmm. Batman beats up the cult, like, if it's sacrificing a child, it's actually really creepy and really dark and cool and kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, when we see what the center actually is, it's the lo- loony dude shit. Like, yeah, I was, dis- I was disappointed by that. I was I really disappointed by the center. I- wasn't reading that as the, maybe I misread it because I wasn't thinking that was the actual center itself. I thought it was a thing. The center. No, I, well, I think it's in the middle of the floating island is the center. It's a thing from the bottom of the earth, and it has come up in a big chunk of earth, and it has a bunch of dinosaurs on it. I kind of like the right. center better when I, I was thinking of it as like uh, the first evil from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. where it's I would like, like a, it more as that too. Like a not super defined force that doesn't you can't punch it it's not like a thing that you can just well i don't think it's something you can punch i think it's the thing inside of it well it's an island you can punch an island well i think it comes it it manifests as an island like like it manifests itself as an island so like kind of like the first evil or like these like kind of nebulous ideas of like what is a god what is a monster it's the avatar yeah i I get it, but it's like, it takes over this island, and it has shown itself, at least, mm-hmm. as an island full of dinosaurs. <laughs> right. wait, like, the dinosaurs were the thing that pissed me off. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? I was fine. The tentacles, I'm like, cool. Like, Cthulian, like, yeah. Lovecraftian shit. Oh, cool. I love all the laser. All right, whatever. You energy out. And then just pterodactyls started flying at Superman, and I right. was like... Where did we go wrong? Uh, this is supposed to be a, a period piece, but that's not the right thing. I have, yeah. I have a big issue with a lot of, I think, newer um, superhero films where the thing, the, the big evil, the big bad, whatever, is just like an unstoppable dark force and how it manifests itself is like an army of things. Mm-hmm. And I hate this. And it's happening more and more when we need a Marvel movie every six months to stop fanboys from rioting or whatever. But, like... I was really close last week. Yeah. <laughs> now Thor's out. Now we got Ragnarok. <laughs> just, baby! And I liked Ragnarok. I like... I haven't seen it, but I liked it. At least they were just like, this is a... I like it. I haven't seen it yet. No, I like the idea because it's not just, like, a sky monster full of tentacles. It's, like, a lady. With a hat. Okay. My big issue of anything where it's like the big evil thing is just like a nebulous evil with a bunch of expendable army things and also like maybe like tentacles or a dark sky. I'm like, I'm sick of it. I don't like it. I'm yeah. I want it I want evil to have a personality. That's why like when it's like Batman fights the Joker or like yeah. Superman fights like you know, like Zod, like because it's an evil with a personality and a face and a backstory. Sometimes with the Joker, and it's really good just to see like this is what they're fighting. So it's speaking of Superman, he tries to fight this island and just gets blasted with a laser and falls into the ocean. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> just immediately. Just, who cares? Yeah, because I feel like they were like, well, I don't understand how we can 
be like, well, we gotta kill Superman, right? Yeah. Because right. otherwise, people will be like, well, Superman just does it. Having Superman around is you gotta be like, well, why doesn't Superman just is, do it himself? Is the island made out of kryptonite? Why does that laser stop a Superman? Yeah. So then, I, uh, just every superhero shows up. The Flash shows up. Green Arrow shows up. Adam Strange. We, the Challengers of the Unknown. The Blackhawks. Ray Palmer. All the superheroes show up. The, the second creator of the Honor Palmer. He's <laughs> like, what if we just called the Honor Palmer a different name? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool, guys? I'm here for the pterodactyls. He's actually, he's known as Golf Man as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, the, okay, we also went over maybe the most, uh, the scene that got me the most in this. We, we flew, flew by it where, um... Wonder Woman's in a plane, mm-hmm. in her invisible plane. She she hits a pterodactyl, and the blood, like, her blood gets smeared yeah. in the cockpit of the invisible plane. So it looks like she's just in a blood circle. And I was like, I can't be here anymore. <laughs> that moment was so upsetting because, like, the invisible plane is dumb. I'm yeah. going on record. It's dumb. Wonder Woman's great. The plane thing, dumb. Very Why dumb. can't she just fly? It doesn't make any sense. Why did she have plane technology before attack? I don't know. Um, what does the plane actually look like? Doesn't matter. Some people's superpower is planes. <laughs> no, it's not. Some people are fast, and some people are strong, and some people are planes. <laughs> Batman is planes. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter. But it's like it's so if you've seen a... the uh, the other film in the car versus uh, planes. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's superpower is planes. Plane Vietnam. Anyway, that's the Twilight Zone where everyone's superpower is planes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like what got me is like. It's this, like, silly, like, like old-school thing that, like, Wonder Woman has, and yet they made it so visually disturbing for this movie for no yeah. apparent there reason. Was ex- everyone, there was a lot is... of violence in this movie. Why? It's kind of campy and silly a lot of the time, and then sometimes people just commit suicide. She's, like, yeah. she's fighting a pterodactyl and then dies in a, like, or, like, gets hit, like, yeah. in her own... Like, we see a cockpit of, like, a clear-cut cockpit get full of blood because a pterodactyl hit it. Like, it's so stupid and yet so disturbing. I'm like, why did we need that? So, Ray Palmer is the atom. He has the ability to shrink himself down. So useful for this. Yeah. Well, in this... To fight a dinosaur. (laughs) So useful. In in this, his uh, shrinking technology is not so good. It becomes very unstable when he shrinks things. So, uh, they're going to use his shrinking... It looks like an overhead projector. Right. It's just like a light that you just gotta shine on things. So that shit, they just like laid down laminated stuff on yeah, high exactly. school. Project and right. this is the labia. Was <laughs> that, that every machine. class that you took in high Most school? of my classes were labia. <laughs> labia 101. We don't go further than that, but we're gonna keep teaching the same. Like, Jacob, you're still not getting this. <laughs> um, my, my superpower. Sorry, hi. Res is my uh, current character, but my superpower is a uh, labia woman. <laughs> Just points out a labia. <laughs> uh, so he, the Flash, like straps this overhead projector to his back and just runs over the whole island super fast to right. expose yeah. it all to the shrinking. Because everything room. that they shrink explodes. Yeah. They're like, oh, it got small, but then it blows up. So Tiny dinosaurs. Meanwhile, uh, Hal and his, his uh, air partner, Ace, they uh, they just shoot their way into the center's core, but a hallucinogenic attack disorients them. A thick red fluid jams their weapons and almost suffocates them. Like a, like blood, maybe. Yeah. And then Hal finally becomes the, the Green Lantern, and uh, Hal rescues Ace. Uh, the Flash races across the ocean, leaps into the center's surface, covers it on foot, 
Um, and then this, the center uh, begins to, to shrink and how envelops the island in green energy, towing into space where it explodes harmlessly. Um, then as everyone's celebrating, a, a, uh, a glowing light emerges from the, the water and Aquaman emerges from a submarine carrying Superman. The world <sighs> celebrates the center's defeat in the ceremony. Film ends with a montage of various heroes and villains, including the birth of the Justice League, and uh, it's all set to the titular John F. Kennedy speech. Um, uh, you know it bumped me out, hmm. Aquaman, because he yeah, he that just came a, out of nowhere. He shows they, up. It's out a of weird nowhere. origin story movie, but they just throw a couple people in. Just, yeah, there's a couple look. people at the end where they don't get an origin. We don't know what they were doing for the fifties. Yeah, he was underwater. He was underwater. <sighs> But that's not an origin. Green Lantern, uh, Green Arrow shows up. Aquaman shows up. Adam Strange shows up. They don't do anything. They They're also just there. Uh, they don't get like any. Like, what are they? What were they doing before this? Like, why does it matter? Who called them here? Yeah. See, like, I would like, rather they just not be it. You know, what I mean, if right. it was our, there were already a lot of things There's going on. I'd rather just not. I would rather have just Superman like, just fly it. Be fuck it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Or or, or have. Wonder Woman, like, drag him out of the ocean. Like, have someone you've yeah. already said hello, yeah, right. hello to. Martian Manhunter, I don't know, he flies and gets Superman, and he's like, alien yeah. brother, and, like, puts him on the shore, and he coughs once, and that's it. Like, also, it, it we bugs don't me so it. much that, like, uh, th this is, like, a military operation going on. I get that, uh, like, Superman, Superman shows up, and he's, he's Superman, he's all-powerful and, and everything, and Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern just, uh, Green Arrow just has a, a bow and arrow. He's just like, well, I have a bow and arrow, so one I just can just get small. Him. Yeah, but one's just like, I'm a small guy. And one's like, I'm a fast guy. And small guy, fast guy, and arrows. <laughs> but like, we're just as important as the actual aliens. And I'm like, no. Also, um, I don't want to be a dick about dino DNA, <laughs> but like, dinosaurs? They're fighting dinosaurs? What? Like, what? What? I think it's cheaper to animate that than individually design Cthulian beasts. That's like, my guess I as to why they decided to just be like cool You think things. animators charge based on what kind of animal it is? Well, no, I think it's like you need a have. person to design a If you a want new a raccoon that's monster. like $40, elephant that's 80 much bigger animal. No, but we all know what pterodactyls look like, you know what I mean? Like you need to design a new... Thing if, if it's a like just, unknowable monster, just put some tentacles on a pterodactyl. <laughs> sure. It's a tentodactyl. It's a new uh, thing. I believe it's pronounced patentodactyl. <laughs> but like, what? We never really like, and also like, people see dinosaurs and they're like, no. But like, what? Like, no one questions why they're dinosaurs. No one's even like, oh shit, cool. <laughs> Are the dinosaurs, man, dinosaurs from space? <laughs> It doesn't, none of this makes no, sense. What? Like, it really started as a great, like, character piece and, like, a uh, period piece, and then in the middle, it's just like, nope, we didn't care. I, I think the setting is, is fun. I think there's possibility, there, there's space for something interesting in that setting. So, everything was exhausting about this. And the bigger exhausting thing to me was that people liked it. This got, like, an 88%. It was, um, I'm the right one here. <laughs> People agree with me. Yeah. I've just been having it fun won an with Emmy. you clowns. Or it got at least a nominated for an Emmy. Uh, not like a real Emmy, like a uh, like a daytime Emmy. One of the ones they don't show. Yeah, one of the non-showed yeah. Emmys. Yeah. But like, it got good reviews. It has high on the IMDb rating. It's I 
I hated this film. And I really didn't like it. I thought there was just way too many characters and way too many subplots going on. Things didn't get developed. Honestly, enough. this is what I think a Justice League movie is going to be when they actually put together Justice League because Probably. there's just a bunch of people in there doing stuff. And yeah, that's yeah, we can describe the movie. <laughs> It's just a bunch of people and stuff's happening for an hour and a half, but I'm in a chair with popcorn? Fucking count me out. Coca-Cola yeah. for seven dollars, boo. I want it's it 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 reminds me a lot of uh, Suicide Squad. Uh because you yeah. introduce a lot of people really, really fast, uh, and they have like backstories, and then you add some people who don't get backstories and yeah. they die or become not useful That's immediately. Exactly my problem. There's just too many people and then, they didn't there's enough a, time if you limited the number of people and fleshed those people out more. Have, it so much more I also don't... Here's the thing. We've had, like, a hundred years of fucking comics now, whatever. Like, I'm... You don't need to give me a backstory for some of these characters. You don't need to give me even a story of why they're there. But, like, give them something to do, at least. Yeah. Like, I would have been fine if they're like, oh, they put up a big beacon in the sky and... Aquaman came out of the sea for it, but he's got to be like, I'm Aquaman. He's yeah. into Batman, and now he's uh, do it. Batman's not even in the final Aquaman scene, really. Popped out. No, and Batman he like, is there. He doesn't do anything. No, Batman's like there. Doesn't do shit. Yeah, no. Doesn't do anything. He's in the couple scenes with like Martian Manhunter, and that's it, basically it. This ver- for this being a Batman podcast, there's almost no Jeremy Sisto ba- Batman in this movie. There's that's like, I think true. Gets, like, a lot of the Batman stuff we've done, though. <laughs> yeah. No Jeremy Sisto. There are several where it's like, there's, he's not even wow, here, where is he? Where is Jeremy Sisto? <laughs> uh-uh. It's very so thorough. Batman arrives for five seconds. We're ta- All right, here's what we're talking about. Tabasco. <laughs> the rest of this. I think we, I know the answer to this, but uh, Rosa, would you recommend this movie? Um, here's the thing. No. But <laughs> at the same time, it is like an animated straight to DVD, really. Like, maybe I'm being too hard on it where I'm like, this didn't make sense. I think it has a couple cool scenes. I think the big bad at the end is bullshit and does not make sense. I think if you want to see Martian Manhunter as his true, uh, gay icon form, if you want to see uh, Wonder Woman let a bunch of women murder rapists, if you're down for just, like, a bunch of collected scenes, some of them cool, some of them not, watch it. Uh, I wouldn't say it makes any sense as, like, a film. Jacob? I really liked it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro this movie. Go I... see Wonder Woman be murdered by a dirt. <laughs> well, she survives because the pterodactyl was a racist. <laughs> And that's in the you guys did apparently didn't watch the director's cut, <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought it was, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I wouldn't recommend it. I think there's a lot of much better DC animated stuff you could watch. Uh, I, I've seen that's the Bechdel test, though. Yeah, I, I've seen worse than this, but I've also seen a lot better. If you're not doing your own Batman podcast, I don't think it's worth your time. Uh, so let's talk about where uh, is it? Jeremy Sistant? Sisto. Sisto. The, the rapist from Clueless. Yes. Let's talk about where he belongs. Um, who plays a character <laughs> who is <laughs> Jeremy? I don't know personally, but I suspect he might not be. <laughs> I could be wrong. From Clueless, from the film. Clueless. He's in the not, film. Not, <laughs> not the, like... the actor rapist who was <laughs> in Clueless. Right. No, I mean that is obviously no one in Clueless because it's a perfect movie. Let's talk about where Jeremy Sisto belongs in our big list of Batman. Uh, it's hard for me to actually even rate Jeremy Sisto because we see him in so... Like, right. he, 
there's so little of him in this movie that, like, if you ask me, like, where does this Wonder Woman fall or where does this Superman fall, I might be better equipped to talk about it. But even then, everyone has so little time in this movie, except for fucking Hal Jordan, who doesn't right. even get to be the Green Lantern. Right. But I think I, Hal Jordan and the Flash get the lead. In well, let's, let's go down the, the list of the criteria we're going to look at. Uh, the car. There's no car. There's no car. There's nothing to talk about. There's, um, there's really no gadgets. He doesn't. Not really. The, doesn't the really one thing have... he has, he's got like a battering on a rope that he throws around the cultures at one point. That's the only thing he really um, has. Which is pretty basic. It's, it's like, it's pretty also like, like it's nothing that Adam West's Batman in the actual 60s didn't have. No. Like it's. Uh, it's not really impressive. He has a bat cave. He does have a bad But we don't see yeah. any technology really in it. We don't he does see... have that huge screen that he's doing, whatever yeah, he's, he's he has doing. Like a computer. Research. Uh, he does show himself in to the be... In the 50s. I think that's extra points. Yeah. It's, it's he's the 50s. He has a computer in the 50s. He's looking at microfiche yeah. on his computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, he's looking at microfiche. Oh, yeah. maybe take it back. I don't know if I want to give him microfiche. <laughs> we, we jumped over this, but he, uh, he changed his look at one point after he scared the, the shit out of that kid. He goes like a slightly softer look, and he adopts like Robin and brings him into. Oh yeah, he gets Robin in this. Yeah, like, Robin is given nothing to do. Five seconds yeah. of screen time. It's he mostly back. So he's like, "Go do your homework," and Robin does a flip, and he's like, "All right." Um, also, uh, what a gay icon doing his homework. <laughs> <laughs> is doing like, your homework a gay thing? <laughs> yeah, gay shit. <laughs> you ever like, go to the gay pride parade? I'll just do it. I personally think that every iteration of Robin is like a little bit gay, and uh, I think that he should fuck Martian Manhunter, but only as West Hollywood. Like, he's like a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> no, he's not. In this version, he in is. This, okay, maybe in this. He's not in other versions. Yeah, um, he's not in the porn I watch. <laughs> he's, he's ripped. He's got a big dick. Martian Manhunter is <laughs> yeah. not Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Honestly, if you were he to could like, look like him if you want. Yeah. Yeah. He could look like anyone he wants. Yeah. Um, we don't know if he's a monster. Okay, also, so... what is Martian Manhunter Miguel Ferrer in this movie. Okay. If, uh, if no one cares. So, um, he's got a computer. Okay. I Do we think he's uh, smart slash a good detective? Yes. Um, from what we see, he is a good detective. I would say he is. Because yeah. he's like, you need evidence. That's a detective thing. There's an evidence. <laughs> and I think from the, the little bit we see, I think he's a very good fighter. He's fighting off like a dozen cultists yeah. and doing yeah. a great job he there. Knows what, he knows what newspapers are. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's pretty good at like breaking into Martian Manhunter's apartment. He has that badass line. Yeah. 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 Um, he's, I think he's good at being a detective. I think he's not good at being anything else than like a cop would do. He's like a super cop kind he's of. Like a, yeah, he's like a super cop. He because... basically isn't involved in the world ending thing. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. what the fuck do we do with Batman now? They, they have no idea. They have no idea yeah. because the, the thing gets too big for him to fight very quick. Right. Like, he's great at he's taking down... He's chucking batarangs from people? 500 yards <laughs> like they're splashing into the he's, sea. He's like, next one. He <laughs> saves a young man and he also saves a young man doing homework. He saves two young men. And he, he also knows what newspapers are. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's what I think a normal cop should He's do. an extraordinary librarian. And a dad. That's He's a good dad and a, and a good cop. He's yeah. a good cop and a good dad and then nothing about the world ending stuff. So that's about it. Let's, <laughs> let's start right at the, the center of our list. Uh, how does he compare to George Clooney from Batman vs. Robin? Better or worse than that? Um, probably. I think he's a better Batman. I think he's better. better I think but he's that's better just because that. George Clooney is pretty bad. He's right. really phoning it in. He's not a great yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah. He's I don't. Bad. Okay, well, right above that movie's so fun. 
but he's a bad Batman. Directly <laughs> above George Clooney is Scott Ganvo from Star Trek vs. Batman. <laughs> I, I think i got to give it to our I think guy. So. Yeah, he's yeah. much no, better than that. No. <laughs> no, he's better than that. I can speak with a lot of authority as everyone in this room. The only authority is on... Star Trek versus Batman, but if I can if I can take you back to months earlier in this apartment when I was just coming back from Boston, I was completely sober and I hated this film. Um, like that Batman has a car. He does. And also, is Adam West? He also <laughs> speaks like he's working at Staples. Yes. <laughs> he's just Robin. Uh, if you would like to find the printer paper, it's this way. <laughs> it's not real. Um, he fights aliens in that one. In this one, Batman does not fight aliens. He doesn't fight him well, though. He gets hypnotized like immediately. He's um, so smart. Yeah. He, but he fights Spock. He's not smart. He doesn't really have gadgets. He's, he's a he bad Batman. Yeah. He has more gadgets than this Batman. He's a trust fund kid. It's, it's like if, if one of the Trump children tried to be a superhero right now. I mean, just but no, this Batman isn't better than Donald building. Trump Batman. <laughs> Golf Man in Collusion. How does he compare to Val Kilmer? I think under Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer is a better Batman than this Batman. If we'd gotten more screen time, I'd say... I think he's better if he did anything. If I think he got... If he got 15 minutes of screen time, I think he would beat him. I... Don't know enough about this Batman to beat Falcon. That's fair. I feel like yeah. he's, he's hampered by the lack of, but the little bit we got, I think, was really good. Okay. But I agree I that he put, didn't have a lot of. So stuff there's some on. bad stuff in Val Kilmer. Like Val Kilmer's. A, oh, it's a lot of bad it's stuff. Actively bad Batman. So I'll say he can be higher than Val Kilmer based on he doesn't do anything bad. No, I I would I think below Val Kilmer is fair. Who's above Val Kilmer? Uh, Kira Sedgwick from Mystery of the Batwoman, and then Catherine Victor from Wild World of Batwoman. Kira Sedgwick's also in this movie. Is she really? What is she in this? Um, I think she's Lois Lane. Oh. Actually, Brooke Shields is Lois Lane. I think she's Iris. Um, how does he compare to Diedrich Baker from Batman Brave and the Bold we did last week? I could not say. Kira Sedgwick is also He was also hardly in that movie. He yeah. did a little more. But I think I liked this Batman better. Yeah, it's a very the, different take. That's a much more campy version. It's campy. The tone's different for the whole movie. He, I mean, he does a couple, like, things. He doesn't have super great gadgets. He figures out where the Gorilla City is. But, like, generally, I'm iffy on that Batman. was fine. I, the little bit I got of this Batman, I really liked. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I... I would say under Val Kilmer, probably. Or right above Val Kilmer. Okay, well, on either side we have uh, Maura Monty from La Mujer Musilago. That's uh, right below Val Kilmer. That was the uh, Mexican Batwoman who uh, believes a bunch of men are coming to rape her, so she puts on lingerie and goes to sleep. Uh, <laughs> as, as the number one way to fight... Yeah. Sexual assault. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Go to sleep. And then she fights uh, Swamp Thing later in that movie. <laughs> How does she dress for that? <laughs> I think she was in a bikini. palm fronds? <laughs> she was in a bikini for most of that movie. I'm wearing frogs. <laughs> most of um, that movie she's in a bikini with a Batman mask. Okay. Okay. So I relate to her. <laughs> I That's think what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, we all, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we wear bikinis with Batman masks during the podcast. <laughs> I think he's better than her. 
Um, okay. I, is he better than Val Kilmer? I, I'm going to say he is better than Val I really didn't like Val Kilmer. Okay, he's, who's above Val Kilmer? Kira Sedgwick is next Okay, uh, Mystery of the Batwoman. Sure. She's Lois Lane in this. Yeah. She's here. I, I think that's a pretty good comparison. I think they're they're pretty close. Who's above Kira Sedgwick? Catherine Victor from The Wild World of Batwoman. Wait, so there's a lot of ladies in this part. There's two of them in a row. Yeah. <laughs> so it passes the Bechdel test? Yeah. <laughs> they're talking to each other. They're yeah. like, isn't it crazy being a lady Batwoman? And the other one's like, excuse me. I am my own thing. And then it technically passes the right Is it sexist that we sat this Batman list like it was a wedding? <laughs> well, the women would like to talk to each other. They should be next. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, mean, up at number seven is uh, Matt Kohler from a Demon in the Dark, which is a fan film that I think he's uh, absolutely worse than that. That was really good. <laughs> okay. Wait, this is... Okay, here's the thing. I would put him under Star Trek versus Batman, Batman. Uh, you are putting him higher than that. So, I would say under Kira Zedrick. I think that's fair. I think it's a fair... Right? I haven't seen the... I haven't Kira seen Sedgwick the Kendrick's one, one but I... <laughs> so you're just making that argument No, but like, here's on. the thing. Kira Zedrick is good at things, and this Batman is minimal, so... Yeah, I think they're, they're pretty close. I think if we'd gotten more screen time, I could see him being bumped up higher. Does this guy get... Is he Batman and more things? I don't think so. I, I, I mean, wish he was, because yeah. I really like his performance as Batman. I, I think, think he, he was great for when he was Batman, but there's so little Batman, there's no... Right, I'm disappointed that we didn't get more. I would have wanted more Batman and more Wonder Woman. Traded, I mean, yeah, I would have traded... Yeah, I would trade down Wonder Woman is and, in uh, this. No, who is it? Lucy Lawless. That's Zena. right, Zena. Zena yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Is, uh, is the Wonder Woman in this. And she was great. She was. She's really she was good. good. Um, I think she's always great. Honestly, Lucy Lawless is uh, fabulous. So um, I, I think that's fair between Kira Sedgwick and Val Kilmer, number 11 on the list. That feels so high to me. He got, How many is this out of? Out of You'd be 39. shocked how it, bad the rest of these are. Yes. Um, many are porn. He's the worst. <laughs> so... Honestly, a porn Batman could out-Batman this Batman. No. You'd not watch the porn. Yeah. You'd not watch the porn. That's the problem here. Is it just because I watch That's always the problem on this podcast. No one has watched the porn. <laughs> I originally wanted to come on for Batman porn, and Danny has just bumped me into not porn well, every single time. Uh, it's totally fine. It's coming up again, I think. I'm dreading it. It's never yes. been pleasant. Well, let's, uh, we'll do uh, plugs in a moment, then we'll talk about what's... Let's do plugs, then we'll talk about what's coming up. Uh, Rosie, okay. you have anything you want to plug? Um, when is this coming up? This is coming up this Wednesday, so this the Wednesday. 8th. Um, okay, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm, I'm so bad at planning. Um, okay, uh, I run a monthly show at QED. It's the last Wednesday of every month. Uh, that's always a great place, uh, to see me and usually, uh, some of my favorite comedians. Um, I'm doing a live podcast taping, uh, for Invitation to Love. Uh, coming up. That's a oh, really fun. Good. With uh, Alicia Camden and Nate Wagner. Yeah. We're uh, on our Batman Forever episode. Yep. Yeah, they're awesome and it's going to be a really fun one. I think it's uh, it might have me and Alon Elian or someone else. I don't I forget who From our uh, Batman Doll Piano to Eros episode. Yeah. <laughs> the Via Port. Um, yeah. <laughs> and no, so those are both coming out for me in November uh, which should be really fun. I forget every other show I'm on uh, but if you Follow me on Twitter. That's usually where I promote shows. Uh, that's at Human Comedian. 
Very good. I just changed it from my not spooky name, so <clears throat> I'm back to Rose has gone down at Emancipadia. Jacob? Uh, mine's quick. Uh, I do not have shows coming up. Um, <laughs> at Colburn918, C-O-L-B-U-R-N is uh, my Twitter handle. Uh, if you want to invite me to a show, I promise I'm good at stand-up. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, could, you fucking, you know? All right. Facebook, right. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter for me, at Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-A-T-H-B-U-N. Uh, I'm going to be at the Village Lantern this Sunday doing Comedians in Coffee Getting Cars with uh, John Newman, who was on our The Dark Knight. Sounds, it's, so. sounds it's, a, it's a cars theme thing. Ask him if uh, Vietnam happened <laughs> in the <laughs> And then uh, if you're in D.C., I'm going to be down there on the 18th at Shaw's Tavern at 8 o'clock doing stand-up. Do you have any Bay Area listeners? Because that's honestly, I'm going back to the Bay in December, and that's where all the shows I've booked, I remember <laughs> that I've booked. Uh, I hope uh, maybe you'll remember. Hey, hey listeners, uh, if you find me on Twitter and be like, I found you on Twitter from this podcast, I will dress up as a porn parody Batman <laughs> and send you a personalized video. So next week we are doing just a, we're doing a Superman Batman Public Enemies with Joe Strix. Oh, I like Joe. Yeah, Joe's really funny. I don't. I'll be on the podcast. I'm the heel. <laughs> you're going to murder Joe. Joe, you got two hours with me. Way off topic. <laughs> Rosa is going to be coming back uh, in January for the Dark Knight Triple X, a porn parody. Yeah! We got but, one. Yeah. yeah. Porn par- Does this porn pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> Uh, we're still looking to rename the podcast. I'm leaning towards two guys, a girl, and a Batman podcast. Um, no. <laughs> can I can I do some hot takes on what I Go think you should it. name this podcast? Okay, um, I've not heard that you need to rename this podcast. Yeah. Now. Um, I think one should uh, just be called Batman's the podcast. <laughs> I think uh, the Justice League of Comics, uh, but it's comics like comedians, not comics like comics. Uh, uh-huh. Batman, the comics, uh, mm. but it's not comics, it's comics like comedians. <laughs> Is that part of the name? Justice League of Comics, but it's not comics. Um, the other thing I think you should keep it as no, 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 no podcast, because uh, I love that name. It's very hard to search for oh, that. Search. I oh, search remember. Danny Rathbun. Yeah. To oh, find so, it. well, um, I didn't actually, you didn't tag me when the other episode of this that I was on came out, and I uh, wanted, I was like, oh, that I never knew that that came out. And then I, like, looked for it, and I couldn't find this podcast. Nobody can find it. I'm also thinking about... You have to be the world's greatest detective <laughs> to find this podcast. <laughs> my, my girlfriend always refers to this as uh, mumbling about Batman, which is I'm, I'm really considering making um, that official. Mumbling about Batman. Uh, could it be um, Batcast? Batcast? Uh, I believe there's already a podcast called Batcast. Called Batcast? Yeah, I look is that it also up. about Batman? Yes. <laughs> it's not about just cats. Uh, uh, it's the thing that you're most afraid of, so it's... Uh, for me, loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you were a superhero, you'd be lonely. <laughs> I am already. Uh, Rosa, we end every episode. So if you have a uh, podcast name for us, please let us know. Uh, um, I would love to, to hear suggestions. Rosa, we end every episode by shouting Kareem. Do you want to oh end wait, it? Oh, wait, wait. It should be called Bat- Batman and Rathburn, like Batman and Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. All right, we'll do Kareem. All right. Okay. Lead us whenever you're ready. Kareem! Kareem!